You're listening to Were You Still Talking? Five hours is a perfect amount of time for a podcast. A lot Isn't of viewers. It? It's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of viewers. A lot of people watch the picture mm-hmm. and listen to the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is it going to move at some point? <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is my computer frozen? <laughs> Nothing's I happening. I do put them up on YouTube, so I wonder <laughs> if anyone does that. <laughs> okay, come on, guys. Uh, let's, let's pause it, restart. Let's, let's load it up again. Exactly. Hell. on again. Well, today in my studio, I have Nick Blackenter. Hey. He's a local uh, production person, writer, director, yeah. uh, film, filmer, audio person when he needs to Fil- be. Filmer. Filmer. <laughs> Audioer. <laughs> All that stuff. <laughs> and I asked him to be on the podcast because uh, he's also a great guy. And oh, yeah, thanks. We were just having a great conversation about all kinds of different things moments ago. Uh, start out it's with religion. Now, it's all over now. <laughs> Speaking of religion, um, I saw a car yesterday that I was following behind, and the license plate was a vanity plate, mm-hmm. and it was said forgiven. And then in the, in the in the window, in the back window, there was a sticker that said love, but that the L was a gun and then the O was a grenade and then the V I think was some kind of like airman ribbon and then the E was a black and white American flag and I was like uh, that says it all right there oh my god <laughs> <laughs> says a lot oh how sweet I know how, love. how nice love love with weapons yeah yeah oh my god I don't know I was like I don't know where that thought comes from like how that came about how, yeah really I want to meet that guy that's true American true American <laughs> You got to drop the A and the N and just, it's America. America. (laughs) Yeah, it says it all. (laughs) That's it. Fun stuff. Oh my gosh. So you were growing up uh, worshiping the devil? Yes. You were saying? Yep. Mm -hmm. Devil worshiper? Straight up devil worshiper. um, You know, black as sin. Very, I'm hellbound, so pretty much. No. um, Hellbound and happy. Yeah. No, grew up Pentecostal in a Pentecostal church. And, um, you know, speaking in tongues and things like that. And was that here? No, I, 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 I've lived here for about 16, 15, 16 years. Oh, okay. But no, I was, uh, it was, uh, Idaho, Washington and Idaho is where I grew up. Okay. I'm, there must be Pentecostal churches here. I just. Oh, I'm sure there are. When I you said that, out. I thought you, you, <laughs> you ain't from around here. Nah. <laughs> nope. I'm from up north, sir. So when, uh, when did you give that up? Um, probably high school. Kind of faded out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We left like the main church that we'd grown up in and then it was a little, we moved to St. Louis and you know, I just got another stuff. That's when I discovered punk rock, actually. Punk rock. There's was about another, 17. There's yeah. another religion. Yeah. Cool. It, yeah. There was a phase. There was, like, I went through a phase. <laughs> did you go fully into it? Did you have spiked hair? And, no. Did you do the no, did but you black I, out every day? I had the studded belt though and I wore dicky okay. pants and like uh-huh. Converse and I still wear the Converse, but I was, I had to hold the costume down, you know, right. the right. pop punk. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Cause I come from real punk yeah. rock, you know, yeah. sex pistols and. The real deal, where yep. they no one thought about. It was funny because I mean, yeah, was, they were very anti-fashion, but yeah. still a lot of earrings and spiked hair and stuff. Because it's funny because I was like dressing pop punk, but I, I mean the things that I listened to was like the Clash, the Ramones, 
Sex Pistols, Dead Kennedys, things like that. Oh, the real guys. But the stuff that I was wearing yeah. kind of was more like Blink-182, and I had their poster on my wall. Yeah. Yeah, okay. right next to Weezer. And <laughs> I was very edgy. Very edgy. I thought I was. And there's nothing wrong with those bands. No. Yeah. Dead Kennedys. Awesome. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Good stuff. It's good people are still listening to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I just saw a meme on Facebook. It was like a 15-year-old girl that discovered Dead Kennedys, and she was, or fifth grader. Mm-hmm. And she was talking, she checked them all up from the library and listened to them all. And it was just this funny, like, like journal entry at her school. And it was just talking about how punk she thought she was. That is just. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's so blue ink and like she had hearts imagine. and stuff and little she... butterflies driven in the margins. And I was like, that's, <laughs> you know what? She is punk. <laughs> yeah. Just the fact that she checked them all out from the library, that alone is like, oh my God. That's like I'm so bizarre. anti-punk, right? <laughs> She's just like. I checked them out so, from the federal institution where they, they're cataloged by alphabet. We, we had to listen to them on record players, mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. And then tapes, cassette tapes. You can only listen to them on cassette if the tape has been in the sun for a little bit and slightly warbled. Yeah. that really kind of completes the sound yeah, only of takes, real true right. punk rock. Well, you can't have a tape without that happening pretty quickly, especially when you're there in your car and mm-hmm. throw them up on the dash. I or, had a VHS tape I left oh. in my car. It just turned into like a sponge I left in the car. Oh, man. Kind of like a science experiment by accident. Kind oh, okay. You didn't do it on purpose. No, not on purpose. Oh. You should try it, though. I should, if I could find a VHS tape, maybe I would. I've got a stack of them in my house. Man, do I'm you still, really? Yeah, I do. You have still a stack of VHS? Yeah. Wow. I'll have to look around and see if I have any for I have you. this really nice VCR. Love to send it's you away with a VHS tape. DVD player and the VHS player, but it has an HDMI coming out of the back. I don't know. Oh, it was like last gen so it's Sony technology. Modern, yeah. Ish. I just got, <laughs> I just won um, a golf tournament. That's right. I won a golf tournament. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't exactly golf. It was a a, a weekend. Was it a wee together. golf? It, was it wee golf? No, it was uh, <laughs> it was very unique. It was golf golf in the bushes, just out in the pine at a party. And so for the but there was prizes. So I got a um, David Byrne CD. So we got home, and Heidi's like. Um, Okay, we have this CD. Do we actually do we have a CD player anymore? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I point, it's it's right under the cable box. It's been there for 17 years. <laughs> and last time I checked, it worked. So throw it in there, and, and nope, didn't work. Oh, oh, what was that? That's a weird. Yeah, a little interference. Weird sound. Well, that better not happen again. Hope it's not any of my new gadgets. It's probably me. I'm setting it off. Oh, it's I touched something. Weird. Oh. That was weird. Yeah, it probably was you, though. We had that it problem with a couple this. of our recorders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had it set to stereo, but we were only using one microphone. Oh, weird. And it, it created this, like, low-level, like, you know? Which we didn't pick up in the field, because, you know, there's all that other sound that's kind of interfering with your headset. Yes. Then you get into that studio, and you're like, oh, Joy, what's this? What's this? Why is that there? Just baked into everything. My favorite. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Had a whole short film that I shot. And it was like one of those one-time things where I couldn't go back and reshoot it. Uh huh. Because it, it was like it was, it was a perfect festival. weather. No, it was a it was a short film um, called Goodbye. Is mm-hmm. kind of a ghost story, and it was at a at a um, cemetery. And we had special permission to shoot at the cemetery. And oh, there it is. There it goes again. Oh shoot! Stop it. Um, of course, as soon as I turn around, since I turned around to look at my recorder, I don't see anything, so I couldn't tell what mic it was coming from. It better be coming from that mic. Wow, that's weird. And you might, we might not even hear that on 
the tape. So the people listening to this might be going, what the, what are they on? What's what your, are these guys what's doing? your producer smoking, man? <laughs> exactly. Come, back to come on, guy. Come on. Can you, can you fix that, please? <laughs> Get it together, <sighs> man. Good help these days. I think everything's plugged in. Wow. I did get some new gear. I got, um, if anyone's still listening to the podcast that cares about how to make a podcast, I got a Shure SM7B because I'm uh, equipment crazy. And I got this thing called a cloud lifter to boost the signal. So I'm wondering if that cloud lifter is what's making that weird noise once in a while. Um, anyway, yeah. What were we talking about? So you did... <laughs> You made uh, the movie in the cemetery, and you got a weird noise. Yeah, yeah. I also had it set to camera issue. I had a set to like sixty frames a second. So oh. set of twenty four. Uh huh. So uh-huh. that's a problem too. It's like a, you know, this drama. It's supposed to be sad, but it looked like a sports movie. <laughs> Everything was super clear. There was no nice blur. So you couldn't, you can't. Um, adjust that in the software. We ran it through a bunch of different stuff, but you it, did. It, it, it it was present enough that it warped. Like you could tell it was warping the audio, like the actual dialogue. Oh, it was just there, just present enough, you know. And it was it was constant enough that it was like. So we just did the whole thing ADR, which kind of worked. Right. Well, and a lot of movies are done that way. Well, granted, but they do it in a studio. We did it in my little office with a microphone, and they're just in there watching. And I'm like, okay, you watch it a few times and go and go. Oh man! And they had to kind of, you know, it matched up pretty good. The tone's a little bit different, obviously, because they're not acting out in the cemetery. They're sitting there at eleven o'clock at night, hunched over a computer. So, well, it's really good for them, to be honest, because it helps to learn how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And we had to do that several times, but... still haven't... Oh, I've done a little bit of ADR. Yeah. But I didn't... (laughs) I didn't have picture sometimes. Oh. (laughs) Just kind of guess what you were doing. Just be like, well, your back's turned, so just say these lines. Oh. (laughs) And, you know, it'll work. Yeah. Okay. Some of our oof stuff that we shot upstairs um, in the the studio. Right. We're going to have to do some ADR for one of those scenes. Not with you, but with... uh, I think it's episode three, episode two. Oh, okay. Yeah, the audio up there is just it, um, two of the actors it's, were really quiet. Uh huh. And, and it's and noisy up there. It's isn't super it? noisy. It's noisy. Up really there. gonna try to avoid shooting up there from this point on. Ah, uh, that's this is like uh, that's too bad because yeah. it's such. Oh well, there you go. Yeah, B roll yeah. probably up there. Like if we're like doing a montage B-roll. or just like something that they're working, we'll just have them working mm-hmm. and then we can just record that sound. But when there's like audio talking, especially with two of the actors, or you could plan quiet. on it mm-hmm. and not shoot their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so, just you know, just do know over that the shoulder, gonna, but yeah, like never just have the know person you're talking. Gonna, know on. you're going to replace it. <laughs> so just, it's just, it's just the person just reacting, cheated a little, just <laughs> nodding and smiling, and then the person with their head to use it's the talk, back of their is head. actually yeah. talking. Yep, and the, see if anyone notices <laughs> the difference, or just keep accidentally like the cameraman's a klutz and he keeps going off mm-hmm. when they're just kind of wandering, slightly like... off their lip. <laughs> It'll like, work. Why is it just their nose up? <laughs> no a, reason. I don't know. It's an accident. Bad camera, camera people. God. Yeah, volunteers. Should have got, got a dragon or something. Jeez. Use those cheap cameras. <laughs> Nobody shoots a show with a T3i. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is pretty interesting. I, that was, uh, we bought one of those a while back, and it was our first SLR in a while. First digital SLR. Um, and we were really excited about it because, it, you know, it's a beautiful camera. And mm-hmm. now they're just like, yeah, they're a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. They are dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, and the, and the thing is, though, is that a lot of it is how you shoot. You know? Yeah. Like, if you still have enough light 
and you make the image flat enough when you're shooting, you can bring a lot back and like, you know, in coloring programs. Well, yeah, and it's it still pretty, you can still have, use different lenses, and I mean, it still works. I think still I think decent enough. Camera equipment and audio equipment is great, but if the story sucks, it sucks. Oh, yeah, oh. there it comes again. Well, I'm kind of glad it's not this. Hold on one second. <laughs> I'll have to edit. <laughs> <laughs> Although I might not edit, I just might leave it all in. You never know. <laughs> People like to hear this stuff, dead right? Space. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> See, this mic has a red on it because that's why I got this other mic. This Perception 200 starts humming after anywhere from what 10 to 15 minutes. Anything catchy? Um, <laughs> doesn't whistle Dixie. <laughs> you, yeah, that would be okay. <laughs> that would still be distracting. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, getting, halfway through, you just realize that we're all humming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Like an old cartoon. Something mm-hmm. going on. So, where were we? Uh, audio problems. Fixed them, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Audio problems are always fun. Um, so, you worked for a short time for a big hit show in, you, in Springburg. Oh, so big. Such a hit. It's a show. Well, compared to the other shows yeah. filming here? No, it's... it's <laughs> Not it, that it's I It's doing really well. It? I think it's on their... Oh, I'm going to get it wrong. Is, 12th is it season? Just, yeah, is it starting, really? They're starting their 12th wow, season right now. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a Velocity network on you know Discovery. Channel's oh, that's Velocity. right, Velocity. Yeah. Oh, so that's Discovery. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't realize that. They've since changed into a different car-centered. Like, oh, just channel. nothing but car shows. Yeah, I mean that's what Velocity was. Oh, I guess was it was just car shows, right? But they now they're on another. I don't think Velocity is a thing anymore. But I could be wrong. Don't quote me. Um, but now it's on another car-centric channel. Right. And but yeah, they're doing their twelfth season and. Wow. Yeah. How long did you do that? I started... You were like a producer on the show? No. Or, no, camera? Ca- I started camera. Was, started camera? Season, uh, right before season three started, mm-hmm. I started doing camera, and then I morphed into audio. Oh, okay. And then I also did editing, and I actually was on the show a few times. Oh, really? I started, um, when we moved buildings, I started editing, or um, editing. I like to organize and clean things, and so I... Mm-hmm kind of rudimentally started their very first uh, parts room. So I collected parts. Like we moved because, I mean, there's just parts everywhere. And so I kind of got them into one spot. Oh, how interesting. And then since then, they've cleaned it up and made it a lot better. But uh-huh. yeah, but I, I was on the show a couple of times when it's they're like just... showing, looking for, you know, wow. that one bolt with the special marking on it. And they're like, right. you know, showing, you know, how they got it. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. It's, I, uh, it's more than a little surprising. Um being a gearhead myself, oh, that stupid mic is now falling down again. Um, if you could just bring that up a little, tighten this stupid thing. Mic problems, man, man alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. More mics, more problems. Anyway, I'm shocked that they weren't more organized about it with, I mean, the product they well, There's just out. so many cars. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are, I think they've said, I mean, they, you know, when they started, it was a very small thing and I think it got... Bigger bigger. inundated with cars and then there was just you know there's a lot going on and so now they're you know i mean they've i've driven past there a couple of times there's more and more buildings they're you know oh. they're really they've stepped up the game like 100 percent. right so you know. so did people start bringing them cars after a while because all the cars it? are customer cars oh they are all mm-hmm. customer cars oh okay yep obviously mark, i've yep. watched the show people, people yeah. pay mark to work on the show or <laughs> people pay mark to have their cars worked on and then right. some of them like a very small percentage of them get featured on the show mm, okay yeah. I've always wondered how that works. Yeah, uh, if your car is on the show, I think if it's just so, for for that show, it's like if it's a 
a low numbers car or it's got really cool features, mm-hmm. you know, like the Daytona Superbird. You know, right. there was a couple of those that they did and some of the really, you know, low numbers like Chargers or whatever that they did. So, you know, they, they picked those really rare cars. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they're sense. all like, they're all makes valuable sense. cars in a sense, but. Not that valuable. Yeah. Those cars are extremely valuable. I can't, <laughs> well, you I know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There, no, there was, they are though. There were some of the. Worth big money. Yeah. Some of the cars that they were fixing up there weren't worth anywhere near as much as some of the other cars they were fixing up. Yes. Like some of them were oh, yeah. a much higher bracket. And those are the ones that they focused on. Right. So. The low number cars are worth ridiculous amounts. Far more than this house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the, you know, Superbirds and Hemis and. Especially the Superbirds. All yeah. that stuff. Superbirds. Yeah. They were, and there was just some, I mean, they, they did fun stuff. They tried to make it like a comedy show. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think on their mm-hmm. new thing, what I heard was they're, they're kind of trying to be like the office oh really yeah because they've always kind of tried like there's always been kind of the there's the, always the, been there. and he, he throws uh-huh. in a lot of office jokes but right. like david from the british office or like the first season or so of american office but mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. when, when they're it's a little meaner but yeah, it seemed kind of, always seemed a lot meaner to me yeah. but <laughs> mainly because it was real yeah <laughs> it's not a tv show <laughs> yeah well a lot of that too it's like um right. if you meet those guys in real life they are those people but like like dialed down like 80 percent right you know there's still like those right. personalities but they're a lot different in real life it's always a problem i've had with car shows because i um i love cars i don't love arguments mm. and all the car shows they people seem to love that well people like drama you know, it's like reality it's, it's like reality drama. yeah like reality. it's the reality right. show it's the reality um, show thing bug right still seems to be going pretty strong yeah i think the only one that doesn't do that is the one that restores um what's it called where they restore cars for people who um, can't do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I forgot what it's called. But they, like, There's... help people out. You know, they steal their car. Mm-hmm. And then they, re- yeah, steal it, in quotes, <laughs> and then they restore it. And then, I totally forgot the name of that show. But that one is doesn't have that kind of drama. I like, I like that. Because, I mean, it's, it's a little more fun. There's a few shows that fall in that middle ground. There's the ones that are, like, all drama and, like, manufactured drama, you know, kind of thing. Or there's the ones where they're just, like, we're going to go around and like look at cars, but it's so dry. You're like, this is not interesting. Then it, yeah. Cause there, <laughs> there is, it's the guy with the big mustache who goes around and looks at cars and then sells them at auction. And but the way he talks, he's just like, Oh, it, this is such a it's great like, car. Oh yeah. yeah. We're going to watch this. Oh, Hey, that's, can you roll that out for me? And I'm like, I've already changed channels. Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Then it's too dry. It's true. And yeah. it's too dry. It's not interesting. I need to do my own car show. You do. If only I had a budget. <laughs> <laughs> Thing about car shows is you need a garage and cars. Or you could just go and like find people that have nice cars and go interview them. Mm, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. You do your own just, kind of traveling thing, but make it interview. fun. Yeah. Make yeah. it something more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd yeah. be good. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm in. Cool. All right. <laughs> Got a cameraman, I got a lights guy, I got a sound guy, got an editor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just one big butterball. Just (laughs) all the goodness. All ready to go. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yep. (laughs) So what else is going on? Oh, man. Well, I'm breathing in your mic a lot, so that's one thing. Well, it's pretty far away, so that's okay. No one will hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, um, well, you know, as you know, we're working on our show, Out of Focus, been working on that for a while. Now, how did you come up with that Working premise? at places like Grab Your Cars. Working at places like mm-hmm. And then we also had a, uh, four of us had a business where um, we were a low budget 
video production company that did weddings and stuff. And, you know, you just, you can't help it when you're dealing with people. Mm -hmm. You just you kind of glean stories. Right. Because oh, so people of these are, are crazy. So are true life stories. Story. Some of them are. Uh -huh. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff, like, like for instance, the next episode we're doing, um, it's called um, Death Video or Death Day Video. And um, it sounds kind of dark. <laughs> it kind of is. But it came about because a friend of mine asked me to record her father who was dying of cancer. He wanted to record some final thoughts for oh, his funeral. Wow. Uh -huh. And that kind of messed with my head a little bit, thinking like, okay, I'm going to interview this guy. Not really interview him, I'm just going to set up the camera and just like, and have to edit it down a and, little bit, of course. But, you know, right. like right. how do you edit somebody's final thoughts? Like you just want to play it like all the way through, but he's right. going to be like, you know, having to take breaks and like, you know, he's still struggling to talk a little bit. And mm -hmm. stuff. So you want to like make it look so he's not, you know, when the people, you don't want to show people at the funeral how much pain he was in, right? You want right. to like, Right. And that's not what he wanted, but he was so unwell that we had to keep putting it off and putting it off. And then he passed away before we had a chance to do it. Oh, that's, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. And my, it... yeah, my, one of my cousins, this was way, way back before modern technology, but she recorded uh, my, my uh, grandmother. I think she was sick in the hospital at the time, but she wasn't too bad off. She wasn't going to die. Mm -hmm. But she went in and recorded her story. Mm -hmm. And it's about, it's a little over an hour and it, covers like my my dad had 12 siblings <laughs> so it covers like their whole journey and all this stuff and now it's on cd but it's just it was amazing thing to, yeah. to hear stories of someone that old she but, was in her 80s at the time i guess but, and he wasn't he wasn't that old i mean he was maybe maybe 60 something mm -hmm. you know but he was i think i believe he had cancer if i remember correctly but he was sick i mean she's right. my she's basically my age and so her father was dying and you know i still think it's an amazing thing um hearing if you know if you can get that recording it's a really hard thing to do but um, i mean it's it's final a, thoughts you know it's yeah like, it, like it's, what you you know because like whatever he's saying on there is like the last thing that they're going to hear from him right they're not going to hear it until the funeral so i mean that would just be i would i mean even if not my father i would still be in the back crying <laughs> like, right it's yeah. just hard to think about, but it is hard to think about. But it's still a really amazing gift, you mm -hmm. know, if you can if you can have that. Because most people who pass, we have no idea what was going on I just know. before they died, or you know, so yeah, even, even years before they died. So, so that's the next episode. That's the next episode, and oh. what it plays out is, is um, you know, you you know, there's a client that comes in and wants you to do this video for him mm -hmm. for, you know, he's, he's the one dying. He wants you to do this video for him. And so you guys do the video, but you're taking your time kind of editing and stuff. And everybody's kind of like, what would I put in a, you know, a death video? And so everybody's like making their own kind of like death oh, video and stuff. Interesting. And so yeah, it's kind of like funny, it. you know, cause they're doing this like thing, but it. then it become like, um, the main characters, you know, she lost both of her parents and she's like, this is too real. And then, you know, she's trying to get them to focus on that. And then one of the other characters, I'm not going to say who is dealing with something that might be terminal. Mm -hmm. And so she's kind of like, you know, nobody knows this, but she's like, well, I probably know who then. Cause you've, mm -hmm. okay. She's like, yeah. uh, you know, you guys need to get off your butts. And so they kind of scramble at the 11th hour and get it all put together. And then the daughter comes in and, you know, she's like, I'm, I guess there's a video here for me. And so then they sit, they sit down and you get to watch the video. Nice. And then at the very end of the episode, we see the camera sitting there like nobody's, and then all of a sudden like this, you know, main character sits down and she's like, and you know, it's her death video. And then it cuts, and that's the end of season one. So I just spoiled a lot of stuff for you guys, but 
if anybody. Oh wait watching. a minute, that's the end of season one. Yeah, we're we're still in season one right now, but it's, uh, episode six, which is next, is going to be the end of season one. I did not know that. I thought it would. I thought you were going to ten. No, we're going to go to twelve episodes, but we're going to just do six episodes and then six episodes. Oh, okay. This is news to me. <laughs> wow, you don't tell your star anything. I know. Well, got to keep you. Got to keep you on your toes somehow. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> mainly, well, mainly we did it. Um, I think that's. Does that mean you're going to release mm-hmm. at six? No, we're going to release at twelve. Ah. <laughs> all right. Well, we, still want, we still want to have it all done so that way we can just kind of have scheduled releases for everything. Yeah. And, as much as I don't want to wait, I still think it's a good plan. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think that's a really good plan. I don't want to. You don't want to be stuck. Yeah. yeah. If I tell people it's coming, I want to make. I want to know that it's already done. I want to finish it mm-hmm. and then be like, okay, now we'll tell you when it's releasing, because then we can actually go. It's done. <laughs> I learned that lesson when we were shooting our fo- our feature film, The Silence. Um, right. Because it wasn't quite finished, but we decided to do a showing. And oh. we rented out a room at the uh, hotel downtown in Springfield. They had a, like a, uh, what do you call it, like a conference room. Mm-hmm. And they were able to open mm-hmm. up, the t- they would take apart the wall. So it was a two, you know, double-sized big giant conference room. Wow. The big screen and they had the audio and the audio. Probably sucks. Yeah, because yeah, it was two different two different audio systems yeah. for two different rooms, and yeah. trying to get them to match. Hotels are not good about no. that. Oh, I just what was I just hearing about that? I guess it was one of the YouTube videos I was watching, um, and I realized how that makes sense. You have to put delay on the first room mm-hmm. so they match up. Yeah. So yeah, it's tricky. It was weird. Yeah, it was super weird. But like three hundred something people came. To watch it. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good showing for <laughs> Eugene Springfield. The biggest one, That's though. That's amazing. Well, because there was like um, around 100 people in or involved with the movie. And so they all brought extras. And then there were some people that just came because we advertised a little bit. So a lot mm-hmm. of the people were just like friends and family of the people that were in it. There was a hundred people involved in that movie? Mm-hmm. Wow. Including producers, people that paid for it. Not all of them were able well, to come. Still, but that's it, amazing. Like... More than half of the people that were in it came and brought at least one other person. Some of them brought like their families. And so there was, that's why it was like 300 something people because it was actors and cast and crew times right. three or four. So, is there more than uh, three people involved in Oof? Sort of. There's 12 <laughs> of us, actors and crew. Oh, I thought there was more than that. There's, well, there's and eight, then there's, there's all the other actors that were coming. Yeah, well, yeah, the, the bit there's, players and stuff. Yeah. The, yeah. But, 12 but there's main, 12 main people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight, eight, six main characters, and then you have the two kind of extra characters that are in a lot Who of the are episodes. Still seems like main characters. Still kind of main characters. Yeah. And then and then there's the four main crew members that mm-hmm. kind of are not always there all the time, but so it's like 12 people. And then there's, again, like satellite people that kind of help out on various things. So, yeah. But yeah, I'm not going to release stuff until I have it finished now. So That's good. I mean, I yeah. As impatient as I am, I know I'm impatient too. That, to that's done. good. That's it's hard. Really good. It's hard getting everybody in the same room. No kidding. Stuff. Yeah, I noticed that. Really hard. I. That's why I stick to one. Try to do one person at a time. <laughs> well, you don't want to crowd. You're like a line out the door. I actually I did one podcast with um, my sister and her friends that do a girls' night out, mm-hmm. and there was five of them. So there was four of them. I'm sorry. So there was three in the room and one on the phone, and yeah, whoo. <laughs> but th- the good thing was that my sister organized getting them here at the same time, awesome. getting it set up. So you didn't have to up. worry about that part. So I didn't have to worry about that part. I just had to make the mics go on and stuff. So Which, which is hard enough sometimes. It's hard enough. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> getting two mics to work, which I guess I fixed that one. Yeah, I'm, it seems. My magic plug-in. Yeah. No, it hasn't come back. Whew. 
thank goodness because yeah. I hate those kind of issues. That's I know. Really it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's hard to clean up. It's not something easy to fix. Right. Because yeah. even if you can go through there and you have the software, sometimes it still doesn't still doesn't sound quite right. No, right. It doesn't sound like this. If you have to, yeah, it doesn't sound like it's sounding in our headphones. Mm -hmm. And that's always annoying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's much easier if it's just we click. <laughs> that was... That was my knuckles. That was <laughs> crack, crack, crack. Nick's knuckles. Yeah. <laughs> so if anyone needs some knuckle cracking for a, a commercial or movie or anything, I'm it. I'm a Nick and fully sound it. guy with my fingers. Yeah, absolutely. Breaking somebody's neck. Crack. I, I just started doing audiobooks, which I don't know if I'll like ever making get. them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just reading some random books and send them to the author and be like, maybe he'll hire me. Maybe. Well, that's kind of how it works. Yeah. You, you, you do an audition for him, mm -hmm. but they're asking. <laughs> it's not just random. Soliciting. Can I do your audio book? Oh, we did that 10 years ago. Uh, oh, Can I do a come better on. one? The, yeah. <laughs> this is my Well, voice. it sounds like it could use a refresher. <laughs> exactly. Isn't that guy dead? It was me. Oh. Uh, oh, sorry. Well, oh. You did a great job. So good. <laughs> I'll get off the phone. No. <laughs> As if anyone would do a phone call anymore. What a concept. Oh, my God. Send stuff out in the stratosphere. IMing, emailing, Twitter, Instagram. Do, do you do all that stuff? No. I didn't think so. Uh, I never see... I know hardly anyone on those. Uh, Instagram's really fun because it's just pictures. Mm -hmm. There's not a bunch of stuff coming at you like the Facebook and uh, Twitter, I don't understand at all. I, 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 I like. I don't. Yeah. I actually have a Twitter account. I can't it. remember how to get back into it. I go in there every couple, a couple times a week. You know, I go on Facebook maybe a couple times a day. Uh, Twitter, I go in a couple times a week, and I'm like, ah, well, I'm okay. All these stars here seem into it, which yeah. it still amazes me. Yep. That celebrities. I mean, some of them. They still doing haven't it. learned. Some of them have people doing it. They still haven't learned that you, they, they, they should stay off of Twitter. Well, it's interesting. Because it's all recorded. It's all, it's all recorded things. all the time. And <laughs> the funnest, one of the funnest people on there is Ricky Gervais. Mm -hmm. Because he doesn't give a crap. Nope. So he, you know, he basically tweets about that. It's Zero like, fucks given. Who am I going to offend today? <laughs> yeah. Who am I going to offend today? <laughs> I'm going to say this, blah, blah, blah. You know, and if anyone responds who is offended, then Yeah. <laughs> It's just fun for him. He just has more fun. It just makes it more enjoyable. Yeah. It it's like it's not it fun if nobody responds. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was, well, we'll try something oh, better well. tomorrow. Yeah, try something fun. <laughs> in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it still blows my mind how people who seem so busy have time to jump onto Twitter and... I, t my I don't understand. My goodness. No, I don't know. I, I, I have enough trouble just like, trying to keep up on Facebook. What? Yeah. Right. Well, like our, our Facebook page, I'm like, when I'm trying to get a hold of you guys... Mm -hmm. to organize a shoot uh half of you get a hold of on like some of you respond on email some text some i actually have to call some you know well, actually say stuff on the on the facebook page oops Bing. it's interesting because i am on facebook uh well partly to promote myself because mm -hmm. i was in a band when i started first went on there i was in one band or another and uh so it was to promote the band. It was, it was a it was a step up from MySpace. Yes, it was. From like, the ooh, my... Facebook. Ooh. <laughs> well, people actually use this. Yeah. Um, but since then, with a lot of 
productions I've been in, that's like the that's how they did everything. And I guess when my niece was in school too, a lot of groups in the schools, that's like that's how they communicated. Mm -hmm. Period. There wasn't what, Facebook there was no or? yeah Facebook, mm. no texting, no emails. It was like if you're not on the Facebook group, you're gonna miss out. So and even that's kind of like interesting. And now it's yeah, older now, people like using it, and like younger kids are like often there's like there's like a billion apps. Oh right, now the younger different. kids only use it for that. They're, they're you know if they need to check out their parents can on a it, homework like, assignment or something. Exactly, they put all their PG stuff on there and everything yeah. else is somewhere else. Yep. you know, hidden in layers of you know strata. So. It's true. <laughs> Facebook is becoming the the old person's page. I, I was doing a movie. Um, <clears throat> With uh, Michael Ironsides, actually. Mm -hmm. You know who he is? He was in like Total Recall that... and um, um, he was Tom Cruise's flight instructor in uh, Top Gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Michael Ironsides. Oh, wow. Yeah. You did a movie with him? Mm -hmm. Well, he was in it and I was doing the audio. I, I was booming on it. Oh, okay. But um, like I wasn't making the movie. But mm -hmm. <laughs> but no, there was, there was a kid on there and uh, like 20 something, but kid. But he was like, um, he's like, yeah, the only people that are on Facebook are like kids and moms. I was like, dang it. <laughs> I don't know which one of those categories I fit into, but that's all I use. <laughs> that's all I know about. Oh, man. But yeah, and the, I, the fact that there's 20 others that I've never heard of is kind of mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of mind-blowing. But it's yeah. funny because every every year they say how Facebook is dying off, and then turns out, no, not really. Mm -mm. If Facebook was dying off, why would anyone care about the spying going on and things like that? I know, right? <laughs> it's, it still affects a lot of people. Yeah, the fact that it's being harassed all the time shows how big it is. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, no one would care. Sometimes I wish it wasn't a thing. You know, we could just go back to like older kind of modes of conversation. Like talking to a Like face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. It's a str It's the, um, I, I think... This is just my guess because I certainly don't know. <laughs> um, yes, gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies, I'm an itchit. But the, <laughs> the, <laughs> I think that's why podcasting is um, taking off so much mm -hmm. because I think people really miss hearing voices. Yeah, hearing mm -hmm. voices. And they're not talking to each other. So at least they can pop on and listen to somebody else talk. And right. of course, a lot of the podcasts are very informative, unlike this one. But <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe in sharing information. Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I can inform you about all the political stuff I believe in, but you know, you don't want to hear that. Fake news. No, fake news. <laughs> yes, snowflake. All, <laughs> <laughs> all I know is I'm right. No left. Left. I'm left. <laughs> And then the room got really I got quiet. my... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just hear a door shut. Well, that's all for today, folks. <laughs> See you next time on Shut Up, Stop Talking. <laughs> the alternative version. That's what your show should be called. Were you still talking? Or <laughs> Shut, shut up, up, Stop, stop Talking. talking. <laughs> it's the sister show. <laughs> There's not a lot. Of, uh, they're very short episodes. They're... A couple seconds. And it's usually just really quiet. So I think... <laughs> dun, da, da, dun, the end. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the longest parts of the intro and the extra, you know. So ex yeah, like a minute. I just said extra. Extra. <laughs> like a minute and a half of, of intro music and mm -hmm. then. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey, click. Da, da, dun. Hey, you know what I found? <laughs> okay. Nobody cares, Joel. No one Nobody cares. cares. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We've already moved on to the next commercial. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yep. No one cares. Nobody does. This is my checklist. That's the wrong thing. I was thinking of going to my uh, 
my questions Ooh. because I haven't asked these for a long time and they're fun. Oh, God. <laughs> Why do I sense dread? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> no, these are designed. No, they're not designed. <laughs> There's no design here. They might lead to more other topics, but... What is that on my roof? I think it's Part a of leaf. my roof is I thought it was a, off. I thought oh, it was maybe a, it's a leaf. I thought it was a bird butt, yeah. but it's just a leaf, I think. It's just a leaf. Caught my eye. It's true. It keeps it's catching my eye. Dipping off the gutter. All right, so first question. Do you like turtles? Ninja turtles. All right. Every, everyone so far is like some kind of turtle. Yeah, that's I, like a, I think that's the first ninja turtle I've heard. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Good. Uh, you've ever watched The Office. There's an episode where Dwight's trying to get Michael Scott's attention. And so Michael just shows up in the stairwell. And he's like, okay, well, I'm here to see the turtle. He's like, oh, there's no turtle. He's like, oh. you know, I'm going to spend the rest of the afternoon looking up turtles now. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even realize. So I am uh, I'm referencing loves, the office, and I yeah, didn't even know. Everybody it. loves turtles. I didn't even know it. Everyone Sucked loves me it. in yeah, to your reptilian true. conversation. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Oh, my God. I do you like turtles? There's a movie called yeah. The Red Turtle. It's like no talking through the whole thing. It's animated. I think it's French, maybe. Oh, that's too funny. But it's... So it's like those old French... Um, uh, romance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange. Like a, it's like a castaway. Art mo- it's like an art movie. Yeah, it's an art movie. Definitely a straight up art movie. And the animation's really cool. This, this guy like washes up on the beach and then there's he keeps trying to swim out but every time he tries to build a boat this turtle, this big sea turtle knocks his boat over. And then the sea turtle like he, oh. he, he captures on the beach and somehow like, like kills it or something. And then it turns into this woman and then they end up getting married on the island and they have a kid and then the kid turns into a sea turtle or he goes swimming off in the thing uh-huh. and there's like a hurricane that wrecks their island and it went on a lot longer that than I thought it was going to. And it was like the twists. Nuts. It kept. I'm like, I'm not sure what's happening. But it was really beautiful. But to you watch. couldn't stop watching. No, yeah. we finished it, and I'm still not entirely sure what happened. The turtle. Oh, and then and then the old the guy eventually turned into old man. You know, because uh-huh. we were there forever, and he died. And then the woman was like laying with him, and then she slowly turned back into a turtle, and then waded back out into the ocean. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a different movie. Yep. Turtles. See, I knew that these questions might lead to other See? topics. Just got to turn you on to a new movie. Yeah. Me and all 10 million followers. Yep. All of them. All, They're all going to watch that movie now. Every one of them. You're welcome, that Red Turtle. going to be huge, Red Turtle. <laughs> it's going to explode. Red Turtle. Red not turtle. the turtle. No. Ever thought about doing a podcast? Yeah, actually. A friend of mine and I were talking about it. Oh, really? Yep. Have you been on another podcast before? Nope. Thank God. Yeah, I'm really annoyed when people say yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes my ego. No. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to elevate you, so, and here you are off gallivanting around, podcasting all over exactly. town. Exactly. You podcast whore. <laughs> only do mine. Yeah, so what were you going to do it about? Um, well, we were going to call it, um, Are You Still Gabbing? And we were just going <laughs> to talk about whatever. <laughs> no, it's... Um, we were going to talk about mainly like media stuff, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, nerdy movies, comics, you know, pop game, culture, card games. Yeah. Pop culture and kind of stuff. And stuff. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Just, and then we'd probably be off topic and just kind of joke around and talk. But it was mm-hmm. going to be my, me and my buddy doing it. Just cool. Not necessarily interviewing people, but just. Well, I didn't know when I started what I was doing yeah. exactly, but the interviews have gone quite well. So I'm going to yeah. keep, because <laughs> I was inspired by Joe Rogan show, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't think I would actually be doing it as <laughs> as near to it as I am. I, you know, I I just I didn't quite have an idea. But now I realized, yeah, it's, it's uh, much closer than I had planned. <laughs> but I like the concept. 
just get in the room and talk to people. People are interesting. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Everybody has something different to talk about. They all have different perspectives, different yeah. outlooks, and they all have different, yeah. you know, things they like to talk about. So. Mm-hmm. And it's especially helpful to get people who like to talk. I've, I've um, realized thanks. as I go, <laughs> like, you seem to like to talk. Just to know here, just being all quiet Most, and reticent. Yeah. <laughs> Quietly stoic. <laughs> Doesn't happen too often. Like a the, grunt. Uh, yeah. Mm. I know people mm. in Eugene seem to like to talk. <laughs> We're chatty. Big, chatty big talkers up here in Oregon. Chatty Cathy's and Gabby Gregg. Chatty Cathy's, Gabby Gregg. Oh, I haven't heard that one. I just I, made it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Gabby Gregg doll. Get me. <laughs> That was our producer. Mm. That was your producer? Yeah, it was our producer talking. When, wasn't, ah. He's over there on the, on the sound machine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's it mean? <laughs> uh, and what does podcast mean? I don't know. I asked you this earlier, yeah. but I have <laughs> I, no I idea. It, but I have I no idea either. Clean. I'm going to ask more people that. That's not on my list, but I'm going to start asking people that because I have <laughs> no idea and I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> no. I'm not going to Google it. You ever Although, see that? Like when somebody asks me a question in a room, like 20 phones go up, they're like, yeah. <laughs> like I got to know. I'm like, before we just lived in ignorance. It's true. And we were okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's the one difference I have between <laughs> me and the Joe Rogan show is I don't immediately Google whatever the hell we're talking about. Which uh, give me a second, I gotta yeah, I will inform myself <laughs> exactly. So I come across smart. You just go click, 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 click. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I read about that just now. Pay no attention to that five second silence while I googled something. Well, they do it openly at least. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They tells his producer, <laughs> Jamie. Jamie, Google having that, a producer quick. would be cool. And someone <laughs> sit over here in a hot box. Yep. <laughs> click, click, click. It's hard doing it all, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you believe in luck? Oh, man. That's a hard one. I don't know. I don't really... No. no. It, it, luck, luck for me falls in with um, destiny for me. You know, it's, it's too... Um, I think our world's random. Nick, I really do. It is your destiny. Oh, such a good voice. You should voice over something for me sometime. No, I just I feel like I feel like the world's really random. I think we have a lot of choices, and our choices sometimes seem like coincidence, and sometimes it feels lucky. But sometimes things just kind of come together, right? And things go it, well for you for a while, and it feels lucky. It, oh, uh huh. But I don't know. I don't really believe in that actual luck. More. That's more serendipity. I mean, I that, guess. I mean, or. It's, or if you, you know, you're stuff, about, Joel, if you want to label stuff, if you want to label, you're talking stuff. about uh, <laughs> just chance, just uh, random, yeah. randomness. Because, uh, and, and I'm not trying to be random cynical. Universe. I just, um, I feel like labeling things lucky or unlucky, I think, um, can affect our outlook. You know, like, mm-hmm. man, I'm not feeling really lucky right now. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this. Right. You know, oh, well, where, that's where true. It's, it's taking it out of my hands. Where I'm like, well. If I want to do this and I think I can do this, then I'm going to do it. And it might not turn out well, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it anyway. Right. Like the show that we're working on. It's not, everything hasn't gone 100% smooth. You know, not everything's turning out exactly like how I wanted it to. It hasn't? No. But in in some cases, it's turned out better. Uh You know? But uh, like meeting all of you guys and how well everybody interacts, I don't feel like it's lucky. I think I've just, you know, I've gleaned like-minded people out of the crowd of people that I know to make the show with. And you guys all seem to click really well. Hmm. And I'm not saying like, I did a thing and it's beautiful. <laughs> it's more like, it's just, you know, just people talking to people. Right. I don't know. I kind of went off. To, I don't know if I really explained myself very well, but. That's but fine. I, I no, that's cool. As long as it takes up. I don't believe in luck. <laughs> 
Hey, as long as it takes up minutes on the show, sure, that's cool, man. Um, if you want, I could read you the minutes from the you know the late you know civil court. You know. <laughs> I'm sure that's riveting. That could be really interesting. You could, you could read, city, you city could read council the interview meetings. release you just yeah. signed, which I always, you're like the second person to sign. All right. I'll see you. No, that's a, no, no, you can't read that. That's legal <laughs> copy. We can't read that on the air. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, like, someone's going to lawyer up. Give, someone's <laughs> going to lawyer up. Uh, social media, good, What bad. is lawyering down? Does anybody ever lawyer down? I think lawyering down would be when Firing your you're, lawyers? yeah, you fire your lawyer because they're doing too good of a job, oh, and sure. you go with the public defender. Oh yeah, because I, I think that's that, a great idea. They'd be lawyering down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> no, you're you're versus no, the city, um, so you should take the city's a defender. Bad idea. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because they have your best interests. They have. Your, they're always thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Yes, law. Ouch. Do you have a favorite podcast? Do you ever listen to podcasts? I actually don't. I, I keep meaning to, but even like audiobooks and stuff, mm-hmm. I am not in the car long enough to do it. And when I'm not in the car, I usually listen to music or I usually have shows. Because I, right. one of my biggest things right now is I'm trying to make our show as funny as possible. And so what I end up doing is I'm switching back and forth between all of the sitcoms that I know. And I watch episodes after episodes of different ones mm-hmm. to get a feel like for their cadence and for their, you know, like their joke kind of like when I went back, I recently re-edited the first episode for like the third or fourth time, mm-hmm. but I just, I didn't like change stuff. I just trimmed just it down even more. Cut it down. Yeah. And I was like, that's, you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, unless you're doing it a lot, you don't really realize what they're doing in the show, why it's funny. But a lot of it is cadence and you know, how quickly they move from joke to joke or where that long extended pause is really, really funny or where it's going to be like. A long when's the next joke going to happen or what, what's going on? Is this intentional? So right. if people start thinking about right. it or they're like, this is funny, you know, then you're like, okay, I hit the magic spot. So I'm like, when I show it to you guys, that's interesting. Cause when I listen you, to you laughing and I'm yeah. like, okay, nobody's laughing during this. No part. one's, it's this is just a space. Yeah, yeah. So I just need to trim that down. But I, yeah, I, I get yeah. my, like before we shoot an episode, even after I've written it, before we shoot an episode, I'll, uh, I'll spend the afternoon watching office or scrubs or friends or something like that it's just mm-hmm. you know kind of like you know be in the headspace i try not to watch anything too dark before we go and shoot one of our episodes because i want to be in a lighter yeah i want to be in a sitcom yeah. mind oh, huh <laughs> yeah yeah makes sense yeah it's kind of prep work for me so, right yeah kind of trying to try not to copy what they're doing but because i mean we do obviously copy some of their stuff a little bit but homage, i think but, there's no real danger of yeah. us getting very close to any of those shows no i mean no no which is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. All those old, old shows. It's <laughs> old, 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 old shows. I just saw, saw an article that I thought was ridiculous. It was talking about how much funnier the new comedy shows are than old comedy shows. And I was like, well, uh, in perspective, yeah. Like what are somebody you that's watching, but I, now watching the old ones versus the new ones. Like yeah. the new comedy is based on our current sociological mindset, right? Everything's more fast-paced now. Everything's yeah. a little naughtier. You I think know? they were literally talking about writing, um, you know, like a family tie, not family ties, but um, uh, that's a bad example because that was a good show. Yeah. But a lot of the <laughs> a lot of the shows in the '80s mm-hmm. that that weren't Seinfeld and, and Friends and those kind of things. Cheers, um, Cheers. That was another actually really well-written show. Mm-hmm. They were kind of t- talking about 
And I just started watching. I never watched Cheers. And I had I to just, go back and start watching it too. I've yeah, seen bits and pieces. I just started watching it on Netflix. And I'm like, oh, this is why it was a hit. Yeah. It's like really well written. It's, I didn't watch it because as a kid, I was like, well, it's a bunch of adults sitting around in this old bar and it's like dated and I didn't want to watch it. But right. I watched, I started watching Frasier out of nowhere and I watched the entire show and I loved it so much. I love Frasier. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my top five favorite sitcoms ever. But because it started in Shares, I had to go back and I was like, well, let's see where it started. And I haven't gotten to where oh, Frasier shows up yet. I'm excited because yeah. I'd love, you know, Kelsey Grammer so much. But uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah. Same thing. I hadn't watched it and I'm like, oh, this is actually a pretty good show. Kelsey Grammer went through some challenges, according to media. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him on a actor's roundtable mm-hmm. where he was talking about, they were talking about how long hours that you have to do when you're an actor. And um, I can't remember. Especially like a show where it's like every week. Yeah. And th- this was all, these particular roundtable, they were all talking about their latest movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kelsey Grammer was saying, yeah, that's really terrible. I do 80, eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. And the table just stopped. And these are all famous. I mean, everyone in the people at this table were extremely well-known actors, mm-hmm. but everyone just like, you what? <laughs> you what? You really? How many, you what do? Did you say? How many hours? Eight hours a day. And I thought, well, what actor at his level would not do that? Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah, he's already done stuff. He's done enough. Yeah. He doesn't really need it to live. <laughs> it's not like he's going to wait tables if he doesn't do your movie. Right. So... Why wouldn't you put that in your contract? He's but such it, a well-known just, face, it too. It shocked everyone around the table, and I was just, like, scratching my head thinking, well, maybe you guys should think about that. I think that's what they're that all would, thinking. That would like, help the crew as well, because crews work 14 my... hours because the actors say, okay, so stop saying okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah, and the, the, the crew's yeah. usually there before and after the cast gets right. there, so they're exactly. like... And that's what he said. He said the rest of the people tend to work the 14-hour days still, unfortunately, but it's in my contract. I'm going to do eight. Mm -hmm. So they got to shoot me at eight. Yeah. And really, especially for a name, that's not unreasonable at all. Plan your day. Plus, I mean, it's like eight hours, you know? It's just like that's... That's I mean, mean, besides what's he being in, like, a bunch of war pictures and stuff where they have to shoot in all different, like, outside and stuff like that. He's doing, like, dramas and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Or comedies, you know, where it's like... It's... (laughs) You're able to control that a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah. But um, that made older. me a bigger fan of his, that he figured that out. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of the stuff on, that he man. went through, though, like some of the stuff he was talking about, like, you know, lost his, I think his sister in like an accident, mm-hmm. and then he was like going through some drug problems and stuff, and then finally got clean, but, right. you know, right. he came through all that sparkling. I mean, he was just, I don't know, he's just a really cool guy. Seems like it. Seems that way. And Niles, uh, I can never remember his actual name, but I love Niles. Fantastic actor. So yeah. Funny. And the dad. Yeah. The da- oh, I always wondered piece. if that would hurt after a while um, using a cane when you don't need a cane. Yeah, I know. I always thought, gotta th- wow, that's got to Maybe they wrote be a it in because painful. he needed a cane. Yeah, I thought that at first. I thought they I don't... wondered that. No, because everything I've seen him, I mean, I've seen him in interviews and seen him in different mm-hmm. uh, roles where he definitely doesn't have Consummate a cane. Consummate actor then. So, yeah. yeah, I think it, I really think it's just. Maybe he had to do like, you know, after. Afterwards, like walk with the other cane on the other arm, just kind of. Oh, like I, wa- I just wonder, it. or actually, maybe he needed it in season one or something, mm-hmm. and they thought, "Let's keep that; it's great." Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a great, like, I mean, it's an ongoing thing. I mean, yeah. you know, he got shot in the leg, so right. Right. I mean, he's an older man, so you know, it's it's going to be an ongoing thing. Yeah. And a great way to bring in another character and like get stuff gonna, to do together. Now I'm going to find out that the actor does use a cane, and I'm totally wrong. Did. <laughs> Did. Oh, yeah. he's gone now. He's passed away. Like, year or two ago oh at least. Yeah. it's hard to keep up i know <clears throat> especially when they're not like super well known mm-hmm. you know it's not like 
today's going to be so-and-so's day from now on because they died. But somebody like him. Like the singer for the cars. Yeah. People got upset about that. <laughs> Several people were. <laughs> Obviously not you. No. <laughs> they said his name. I'm like, who's that? <laughs> I know. See, the thing is, just before That's we, funny. to clear it up, like I'm into stuff like as far back as like, you know, the forties, you know, like I like mm-hmm. older music. I just don't like all older music and I don't recognize right. a lot of band names and stuff from like the seventies and eighties. I got like songs that I've heard that I like that I didn't realize who they were by. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, that's also what it is now with newer music. I hear stuff. I'm like, oh, I like that, but I don't know who sings it. Waylon is... Uh, hard to keep up. As someone I was listening to recently pointed out, there's so much more now. You know, there, inundated there with... are so many um, music... There's so many avenues for music to come to someone. And, you know, when I was growing up, there was three radio stations. Mm-hmm. And that was how people got their music. And it was all actually pushed by the record labels. They were pushing it to the stations. The mm-hmm. very, you know, I, th- I think it was in the 60s pretty much that the pay-to-play started and, you know, the hit out of nowhere kind of disappeared. Yeah. It still happened, but, because uh, Nirvana was one of those. Nirvana came out of nowhere, even though they weren't getting helped at first. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as they started selling, then Geffen woke up and they started pushing them. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but it's interesting. Now, I mean, there's... You know, there's so many different ways to hear music, so we're not all listening to the same thing. Right. You know, yeah. Well, and then there's, you know, people, you know, are sitting in their home on and making videos on YouTube, and then they get discovered, like, Billie Eilish, or even what's his name? Oh, he's kind of a douchebag. <laughs> well, huge. there's only one of those in the entertainment industry. Yeah. That's Bob, no, right? Just one. No. No. What's his name? Dick? No. No. He's a younger kid. Young kid um, came out of nowhere. It was like a, oh oh it was like oh, a drummer oh, stuff. Oh. And he was a singer, and he was all like um, you. Justin Bieber. That's the one. Bieber though, not yeah. Beaver. I always thought it was yeah. Beaver for twenty years. Uh, the, Justin Bieber. The correct terminology is J Biebs. What a douche. Yeah. Yeah. I just got so But this is the stuff like that where like YouTube yeah. like is creating artists and and also people are creating their own music because people have like at home. Things like I have here. Yeah, and so they're able yeah. to create stuff on their own, and then it kind of yeah. starts exploding, and then... So there's there's just so many more avenues for music to come right. to the listener. Like, what do you got? Spotify, yeah, but then there's... Um, I'm just blanking on all these things. I know stuff, I swear. Satellite radio. Well, satellite radio, but then there's a... Where you can, um, like... Um, I was going to say Soundhound, but that's complete. That's an app for finding out music. But there's, there's, different, there's, a, there's different websites where you can, like, upload your music, and people can buy it or listen to it. Oh, yeah. You know, so, I mean... Like your podcasts. Yeah, and so you can basically yeah. just bypass the studio and just put your music out there, like, true right. independent music. It's true, yeah. And so a lot of people are, you know... I mean, well, The Silence, our feature film, mm-hmm. um, we put out a Craigslist ad for music, and we got stuff from as far away as, like, New York City. <gasps> no kidding? Yeah, and then, um, like, Wyoming and... And Wyoming. you put the Craigslist ad... You put it out here? I put it out here, but I think people, uh, like, bands and stuff, apparently... They search just everywhere. Search everywhere, I yeah. guess. Wow. There's this one really cool band, Bears of Winter. Uh-huh. And it, they had a couple really good tracks that we used. Um, we had to cut out some of the singing. We were using some of their musical parts of the track for the for the movie, but they had some really cool CDs. I'm just checking. Yep. 
It's still going. All Good. right. I'm only, oh, my God. Thank God. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's only, lost. It's only failed twice. Well, I'm recording twice. Oh, cool. Because that records yep. right, to, right to stereo thumb drive. But this is recording to mono track so I can make me sound better. <laughs> Redundance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so I have way more control over it. I can play oh, around sure. a bit more. It's easier. It's better. It's got far more uh, capabilities. But um, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because you still need massive promotion to get massive. Mm-hmm. Like these people that we see discovered on YouTube, if they're gonna have any more music, they still tend to sign with big labels and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's making a little noise, but not much. You got a text? No. Um, okay, I'm gonna have to. Sorry. <laughs> got, a, got a kid situation. Oh, do you? In the do middle of the interview. To... Oh, bummer. It is that. Because when you pick that up, yeah. that had some interference. I see. It's because it's not Apple. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Radioactivity. <laughs> messing up your frequency. Oh, that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Magnets. Large yep. magnets and batteries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just... Oh, move that one way over here. Okay. I even looked at my phone. I'm like, I wonder if my phone's interfering. I'm like, no. <laughs> All right, and we're back. And so, we're back. I will. <laughs> we had a little emergency there and stepped out for a minute, but you'll never know because I'll edit all that out. We hope. We hope. If I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's why I do everything tomorrow. Oh, man. Also, Get this it? is the part. Joel's going to be quiet for a second, and this is where I'm going to say all my racial uh, slurs. And those were all my racial slurs, so <laughs> be sure to edit those out, Joel. That was terrible. Oh, man, oh, I'm so rude. Nick. Man, if you played those, wow. that would be the end of everything for me. Please don't <laughs> insert. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'll throw a bunch of stuff all in All these different voices. Oops. Like, Nick does oh, voices, man, too. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a bunch of dialogue just from Quentin Tarantino movies. <laughs> <laughs> out of context. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Just watch. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Sounds like a happen. threat. <laughs> Feel uncomfortable. Did you uh, another one of my questions? Did you get any new furniture lately? Um, sort of. It's 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 an item for a piece of furniture. TVs count as furniture, right? Nowadays, yeah, I know. Yeah, they're like furniture. I'm hanging my TV finally. I'm massive. Oh, you got a stand for it mm-hmm. then, or a put on the wall. Thing. We're putting yeah. it over the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't get a piece of furniture. I got a toolbox for the first time, like a brand new one. Oh, cool! From my grandfather. <gasps> nice. Yeah, we're cleaning his house out because uh-huh. he's in assisted living now, and kind mm-hmm. of hoarder. <laughs> oh like, no! I was unbearing one of the rooms, and I found this. Toolbox with stuff stacked on it, and like open the drawers and still like the original foam in there. Like nothing's ever been used in it. So, oh my gosh, and nice, it's pretty, and it's like well built. And I was uh-huh. like, can I? And the other sisters are like, sure. <laughs> Your sisters didn't want it. No, that's sexist. No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we were trying for something. We yeah, <laughs> and then we had to. Then we had to. <laughs> And we had to fight over all the kitchen stuff because they're like, that's our stuff. I'm like, what? No way. Get back in the kitchen, ladies. Leave my toolbox alone. I'm oh, sorry to whoops. every female listening. Where did, where did that, that go? My wife actually doesn't come in the kitchen. 
Do you do all the cooking? Mostly. And the cleaning and the laundry. And oh, I do the cleaning. The I organize does, the house too. Heidi does the cooking. I do the pretty much the cleaning. Yeah. yeah. No one organizes the house, but I try. <laughs> I try. That's she's actually she's actually the breadwinner. She's the she wears the pants. Mm. I don't know if you can tell right now, but I'm wearing a skirt. You? <laughs> yep. I just embraced it. I'm actually That's the stay why. home. I'm the stay home dad. Stay at home dad. Oh mm-hmm. right. Cool. You are a modern modern man. I clean the house. Mm-hmm. I do. I, and I'm not the stay home dad that stays home and like plays video games while the kids playing. Like you know. No, you work. Yeah. Oh, I mean. You, yeah, we yeah. do stuff. I have structured play time for my son, and then we, you know. I clean the house. And... How old is your son now? Two, almost two and a half. Holy moly! I know, just gone by, right? Yes, flown by. That was uh, <laughs> that means it was over two and a half years ago that we did that um, forty-eight hour horror festival. Seventy-two film. hour. Seventy-two hour. Which, by the way, wow! Tenth through thirteenth this that year. Long ago, October tenth through thirteenth. You available? I believe I am. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. A bit too available these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what the story's going to unfold yet. Rather but available. Yeah. It's going to be fun, though. Can it have swords? I've always wanted to do some sword fighting. Well, that was last year. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> this year, we're going to try to keep it small inside and, you know, away from natural light and cold. So... Hey, control everything. I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Will there be a comforter? (laughs) Some hot cocoa, perhaps? Is there someone sleeping in the corner? (laughs) I'll be the corpse. I will just lie there. You can do whatever you want in my face. Hang out. (laughs) Put as much blood on me as you want. It's true. It's gross. What was the last thing you bought online? The stand for the TV. Oh, there you go. Easy, easy, easy. Have you broken any laws lately? Oh, man. None that you know about. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I have. I don't think I've broken even little ones. I'm usually pretty rule abiding. Are you? Yeah. 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 Me too. I think the worst lately. things I've ever done is drink at bars and drive home when I was younger, like my early 20s. That's something that I'm glad that nothing ever happened. But Yeah, me too. Because we all, I think. I think everybody's done a that. A lot of us who drank when we were younger have done that. I still know people that do that regularly. And, and it, it's pretty so scary. Stupid. It's it so stupid. It is so stupid. Nobody can yeah. drive while they're drunk. No. Nope. Even if they've, if they've been drinking, they shouldn't be driving. No one can drive while looking at a cell phone either. Nope. And that I'm seeing every day, like all the time. Crazy and accidents. It's just. Ah. Yep. It's bad. Every now, every accident, I think, were they looking at cell phone? And, <laughs> yeah, before you're like, they were probably drunk. Now they're like, exactly. they were probably social media. Probably, mm-hmm. They were on Facebook. Twitter kills. Mm. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's gonna be the blurb. From that's this gonna podcast. be the, the yeah. Okay. Twitter Ooh, kills, says Nick Blackader. Twitter kills. Twitter kills. Twitter. We're making shirts. <laughs> this will be my that'll be my first swag for my podcast. Twitter kills t-shirts. <laughs> Twitter kills 2019. Hmm. I'm not gonna see a penny from that. I know it. Well, this is a silly question. Ever want to do something else for a living? But you're, you're yes, yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, and do you want to do what you're the filmmaking for a living? I go back and forth. Oh, part really? of me, okay, hmm. part of That's me because I'm in this gray area right now where mm-hmm. I'm not getting paid to do film stuff. It'd be cool to be, do film stuff. That movie I mentioned earlier about with Michael Ironsides that was the first legit feature film that I'd worked on where I wasn't the creator of the of the project. You were just getting and I was getting, getting paid, a paycheck. you know, like hundred bucks a day. So it wasn't anything mm-hmm. crazy, but it was a decent amount of money for what I thought was easy work. You know, because I mean, I, was, I wasn't just doing booming. It was a small crew, so I was like moving materials and stuff, and I was doing like 
grip and lighting and stuff like that. So, um, but it was the most rewarding and most, um, I don't know, most joyful kind of job experience. It was for a full month and we shot like the entire month, like every day, every almost. day, yeah. like maybe one day off, which, you know, like one day a week off. I mean, and how many hours a day? <sighs> a lot, right? Yeah. Some of the, a couple of the, the, there was a one or two of the miners. I think there was one miner and she could only work so many hours. Oh, okay. And I think Michael Ironsides had a contract thing like Kelsey Grammer oh, where he was like, only allowed to work like eight hours or something. Uh-huh. But he went, he was just like, I'm not going to report it to my guy or whatever. I'm just kidding, Michael Ironsides. I didn't give that away. Don't, your union. <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Michael Ironsides. See, that's my rule. You I could, uh, perjury. You, you could come <laughs> on the podcast and, um, um, uh, Come on, Michael. You know Dispute you want to. You could, yeah. You could, oh my gosh. Could. <laughs> Can I tell a Michael Ironside story? He's not going to Please do, because I want to write that down that we talked about that he was on the pod, well, talked about on the Yeah. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to find out about it. He's going to sue me. No, he was just like, it was just one of those things where you like, you hear about Christian Bale yelling at people off camera. Uh-huh. What was the same yep. thing happened? Yep. This young guy. Yeah. He I've heard about other people doing that he too. Was, I he mean. Was behind the camera, like just watching person. over the director's shoulder. And then, you know, Michael was like deep in this like monologue where it's like, you know, it's kind of this crux of this story mm -hmm. and he's just emoting and he cuts mid thought and just tells him to get the F away from the camera. And it was, the kid jumped. Oh, <laughs> it was just, yikes. it was amazing. And then he apologized to him and he was just uh -huh. like, I'm really sorry. And the kid was like, no, no, it's cool. I think he was just like, I got yelled at by Michael Ironsides. So exactly. You know, That's what he's really thinking. It was a shock at first, but then we're like, it's cool. Yeah. The other thing was, well, this is a I gotta say, <laughs> even though I, uh, not that kind of actor all mm -hmm. the time, um, I can, I get it. Mm -hmm. I, I can totally see where they're coming from because I've had other friends who worked on movies and yeah. have had very famous people like be really be mean to them. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, I totally get it. If you're trying to get prepared for a scene and uh, someone especially is if you're supposed putting to be like sad or, or something. angry or something, and then there's somebody oh, like yeah. goofing around in the background, it's it's really hard. And so I mean, it, they know they shouldn't blow up on the person, but I can see how it happens. And especially if you're if your character's an asshole mm -hmm. and you're getting into that character and you're getting and you're trying to remember all the freaking lines and you're trying to remember where you go you're just and, a really good actor. and you're already you're just oh, like <laughs> snapping at people you son of a bitch <laughs> sorry mom yeah. and there's some <laughs> <laughs> some debate whether that's good acting or not <laughs> bad yeah. day to take you to set mom i'm really sorry <laughs> sorry you had to see that side of me oh, no. <laughs> well when we were but, making my yeah. my feature film um it was the same kind of thing where, like, you know, people would get tired and jokey. And it's like, it's hard because nobody's getting paid. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know. You, but you it wanna... doesn't, it, it seems to not get any easier when people are getting paid. I know. I, but I mean, I, it, actually... it makes it harder when they're not, though. Because then you're like, you have, like, where is that line where I could be like, stop talking. Oh, for you. Yeah. yeah. For me, because I mean, I'm not right. the actor, it but I'm like, I'm sitting there trying to focus on yeah. this person and these people over here talking. Right. And you're like, all right. But stop. then when you, <laughs> but then when you are getting paid, you're spending thousands of dollars a minute. Mm -hmm. So the, you know, the tension level just skyrockets yeah. because, uh, well, hopefully the actors aren't thinking about that, but everyone else is. Yep. And so they, it gets, yeah, it can be a little tense. Yep. can be a little tense. Although, yeah, uh, just as many unpaid sets right. I've been on have gotten that way, but luckily not a lot. Oh yeah. Just I guess that, that brings me back to your question. What? I would like to do film full time, especially if it was like. I mean, yeah, I want to be like a paid director and like make big movies, but I would also be super happy just as like, you know, Joe Blow over here mm -hmm. just to be like working on movie sets and like being paid to work 
on on movies sure full time like just like which I, you could do both but you would be okay um, getting hired to direct yeah. Yeah, I would be okay with. I would like to work you, in the movie industry and get okay paid. I would be okay. With, you'd be all right with that. Yeah, because it, well, it's interesting because I do talk to people, and I think I've even interviewed people on here, but I'm not sure. I don't remember anybody's interview. Um, I, <laughs> I do talk to people that are like, "No, I don't want to get paid to act because it would spoil it for me. Sometimes it, it would does for mess me. up my art. Well, <laughs> it has never spoiled it for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I've I've been paid." In the last 10 years, I've been paid almost as much as not getting paid. Just didn't get paid enough. But uh, <laughs> but it's never been like, oh, I'm getting paid. This sucks. You know, I want to get paid to never, do It's never movies. changed yeah. my creativity. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was like, I want to be, be in creative film and art. I want to do uh-huh. art. Like, I want to yeah. make narratives. That's what I want to do. Right. I've been paid kind of okay money to do commercial work. Oh, okay. You know, even like graveyard cars. I mean, that's yeah. Even though it's like fabricated, it's still like I have no control over what's going on. And right. It's not really. I mean, we're telling like an informational story. It's a little more like a job than yeah, a creative venture. Yeah. It's it's like you know we're we're filming products and things because we had to do a lot of like you know sponsor, mm-hmm. you know commercial type stuff, and I I do a right. lot of those kind of things, but. It was, you know, it just kind of killed my spirit a little bit. Like, so I don't want to do that aspect. If I get hired to do like narrative, like work on movies. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. But the other side of me kind of wants to just be like, just kind of pull back 100% and just work like a nine to five, Monday through Friday, and then just like be that, you know, suburban dad. Interesting. Because I love, like, when it's raining outside, I just want to like curl up with a book. Uh-huh. My son's playing on the floor. We, you know, we go on family trips, you know, and it's just that kind of like stereotypical, you know, like little nuclear family kind of sitcom kind of thing, you know, where it's just like, there's nothing really crazy happening. We're not really doing like this life and death kind of jobs, but it's just like living and just enjoying life, you know, without having like all the extra stuff in there, you know, cause this, this stuff, you know, film, audio, creating these things, it, mm-hmm. it requires a lot of material, a lot of time, a lot of sacrifice. It requires a lot of energy. I mean, I'm just, I'm doing these podcasts. I'm trying to do one a week and then I'm sometimes throwing up videos of myself playing drums, which you would think. Oh, big deal. What's that? How long does that take? Well, it takes a while. It takes a lot. Of, and the energy to, I mean, I was just having this problem today. I was um, I was kind of thinking of doing something else creative before this, and I just didn't have it. Like, <laughs> my energy wasn't there. Yeah. And uh, it's always been there for the podcast, because mm-hmm. that helps to have someone come in. That's yeah. really helpful. I don't know oh, how yeah. people, a lot of people just do a podcast and alone in a room and you know, today my guest is me, and I'm going to talk about nose hairs, you know, or whatever it, it is. Sounds like public access. And, <laughs> it does. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, but public, uh, public access. Yes. It is now 12:30 p.m. or a.m. I should say, and uh, now it's going to be a guy holding a cat. A guy holding talking about his cat. You know, those videos do really well. Yeah, there are, there are YouTube stations, there are YouTube channels that are just stuff like that. I can't, I it, can't fathom. Like it's why. hard to believe, and that's what they and they make money. Well, you've seen the ones I, with the toys, right? Oh. Where like my one of my nieces was like, when she was smaller, like her thing was her parents would put on this video, and it was just like this egg. And mm-hmm. they would open the egg, yep. and inside was all these little toys and stuff. And this person, and it's like grown people going. Because I mean, don't get me wrong. 
I play with Legos. I have a whole huge Lego collection. I, I like collecting like little toys. I like buying toys for my son and, you know, playing with them with him. This is fun, right? <laughs> I like toys. Yes. But these are like grown people going in all seriousness, like, ooh, what's going to be inside this egg? And they're like, I'm going to open this up. I'm going to open this wrapper. Oh, look, it's this thing. And they're holding it up and like examining like close-ups of it. And it's just like these long videos these, right. of them just opening up toys and being like, like, it's like they've uncovered like King Tut 2's King tomb, Tut, yeah. you know? It's just like... And here we're going to unwrap this bone. Well, the unboxing videos are the same thing. So when crazy. When people get a microphone like this mm-hmm. and they show the box and these video, I mean, a lot of these channels are huge. I know. And they say, see, here's the box. Now let's look inside. And they pull it open and show you the styrofoam and shit that it's, it's like, what? I know. <laughs> what the I would know that if I bought the mic. Who's watching this Why stuff? do I care how I know. they pack this shit? Like, yeah, we're going to oh, use yeah. this box cutter. Oh, we're going to open my. the tape. Exactly. Oh, this looks like uh, some high-grade uh, packing tape they've got on this. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to I'm gonna kill myself. I want to explain, uh, when we're done here, I'm going to explain my um, unboxing video for you a little cl- clearer so you could see if you want to do it for a, a promo. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So we're. Uh, uh, do you believe in talent? That's close to do you believe in luck, but like it's the, different. Like the, like the biblical money, the talents. Is biblical money is talent a, a form of? <laughs> God, it's been a minute. I, I, it's been like a week since I read the Bible all the way through. <laughs> a whole week. <laughs> no, yeah, I believe uh, in talent. Ooh, okay, I believe I believe that people can elevate themselves through perseverance and like building skill sets. Mm-hmm. But I mean, mm-hmm. you can't deny that there are people that it just comes easier to certain things, you know? Yeah. Like some people like, well, however true rocket man is with Elton John, like when he first sat down and he like heard music and was able to just kind of like figure it out and play it. Not right. everybody can sit down and do that. We're all created equal, but there are certain things that are different about each one of us. I mean, that's what makes us all beautiful. That's right? a really good example though, because also not everyone sounds like Elton John. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that yeah. those kind of voices just n- it was not a, everyone has that. It was a conglomerate of has that. DNA that came together to make Elton John and then he right. luckily he had his grandma, apparently, that <laughs> got him into the music industry. But mm-hmm. um I yeah, I think talent is a real thing. Um I don't think that you know like they, they say that like, you know, anybody can draw. I think anybody can. I think some of us have to work harder at it than others. You know, but I think anything I, done over time. I can, I think I can disprove that theory. You think so? About everyone being able to draw. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I've got pretty strong evidence. That's <laughs> maybe not the case. You know what I mean, though. Uh, but I do know what you mean. Yeah. And that's, that's another good example because. Like if you put the maybe time and the effort everyone, into it. Yeah. yeah, but not everyone. I don't think anyone's going to draw like Michelangelo. No. Well, no. Like, I mean, yeah, no one else is going to be able to so. draw like that. Yeah. It, yeah. So that's talent. But I also believe that a part of talent is, um, I think a big part of talent is that 99% perspiration. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's part of it. Like, you that's also that a talent. You 1% talent, but if you don't yeah. perspire and work at it, you're not going to get, you're not going to be great. Right. You're not going to be you know, great you could at just like, stuff. Like, for instance, yeah. I can... I can sit down and 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 cartoon pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. I, I get some little characters and stuff. I can draw real fast. And I can sketch things really good. Uh-huh. So you know, I might have talent in drawing, right. but I'm never going to be as good as like you know Leonardo da Vinci because I don't spend time working on it. It's not like my passion, you know. It, right. And so unless I practice at it and like read the books and like take classes and stuff, yeah. I'm never going to get 
Or even if you just did it for hours and hours a day, you mm-hmm. probably could could work in animation. You could be a comic book writer. You know, it all just those takes, different yeah. things. I mean, like you, you see all those comic it, strips yeah. and animations, like you said, and like the only reason that those look as good as they do is you don't see the thousands of drawings I did of that one character in that same position over and over and over again to get it just right. Right. And know exactly how to draw them and all. Like you see the sketchbooks, and it's like the same character, and it looks like minute differences, but that's what they're like. They're drawing it from 360 degrees, so they yeah. know what it looks like in all yeah. those 360 degrees. And yeah, just, and you don't see that. I don't have the time. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to take the time, I should say. Yeah, you don't want to I take want, the time. I would love Because everyone, ha- everyone has the time. It's just yeah. some of us like to sleep and things like yeah. that. Yeah, and I, you know, I focus my energies in other areas. It's, you know, I'm not just right. sitting at home twiddling my thumbs. I'm either working on our project, I'm working on another project, or I'm like doing house stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, a bit like the if I, I could stop, this could be my last podcast. And you should. Uh, I it could, should be. I could be, be satisfied one. and it could go nowhere. Last or voice. I could keep doing this <laughs> and put out a thousand of them. And, you know, maybe it would it would be something interesting. Yeah. You, well, I mean, you gotta keep, the more you do something. Like I, every time I do this, I get better at it. That's, yeah. yeah. It, you could either keep going and going and doing the same exact thing over and over again and it'll get stale and boring. Or, like, you know, you just keep adding things or, like, changing stuff up and it just gets better over time. Yeah. Just get better and better guests, I guess. That's yeah, I mean, I don't know how you're going to top this one. I'm pretty much the <laughs> it's pinnacle. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be am, really tough. I am the cat's pajamas, I must say. I'm pretty Oh, hey, this is a good egotistical. question. We started talking about religion a long time ago. Do you oh, think there's man, something... Oh, man, you circle back to that. I, kind of, kind of. My entire not exactly, family is extremely religious. Not so. exactly. <laughs> this isn't always... This isn't really a religious question in okay. my book. Do you believe in the afterlife? I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to. I mean, I don't know. Well, go ahead then. But, you know, I want to. I, no, I, I, I do. I want to believe that there's an afterlife. I'm skeptical. But it's just like Santa Claus magic, all that kind of stuff. As silly as it all sounds, I still kind of believe in magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know um, it sounds kind of childish, but it's like I, I want to believe and I, I do believe in magic. And I kind of want to believe that there is like an actual afterlife. Like there is a... And after all this, but at the same time, I think focusing too much on an afterlife takes away from living in this life, because even though there's a lot of darkness and a lot of hard things, I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bad stuff. And there's a lot of people that have a hard time dealing with life, not because they're not good people, but <laughs> because we're bad at helping each other. Oh my God. Did it delete? Oh my God! Did you kill it? <laughs> oh no! Well, that's all my material, Joel. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no! Oh well, I guess I'll be using the other recording. I hope it works. <laughs> I did something really not smart, but <laughs> well, if it ever doesn't work out, you can. Have, I'll, I'll come back. Okay. If you don't already Tomorrow. regret it. <laughs> no, I mean I I, be- I believe the other recording. It's that's why I do a backup, mm-hmm. and this is the second time in recent years, recent times that I've had. I will be using it. Yeah, the backup's going. I did something. Uh, not smart. Was but it I, not plugged in, or it was not plugged in, and I'm kind of. Oh. Sh- yeah, but I didn't know it would do that. It got, oh boy, boy, that was a mess up. 
Oops. Oh, well, next time. So <laughs> Maybe just practice it being really good at talking so you don't have to worry about editing. That's true. <laughs> or, That's um, why one day I hope I have an engineer. But I think this recording will be just fine because cool. I, I set it up before we started. I, I got things to sound <laughs> fairly good. So, yeah, it should be great. I can't I, guarantee I the site's like, going to sound any good, so... Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll see what happens. Well, that's why you do redundancies. So. <laughs> that's true. That's why you do redundancies. That's yeah. exactly why you have two recording devices. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm completely thrown. That's why uh, on the show, what I want to work up to, like hopefully before we get like to the end of the show, is um, get more lavaliers so that we can mic up like three or four of you. Oh, yeah. And then have the boom. Yeah, that would help a lot. That's I'm what we sure. did on the that's... movie I did with Michael Ironsides. We had two or three really nice labs, mm-hmm. like Bluetooth labs, like high-end ones. And then I was booming for catching the rest of the sound. Right. So, And we had two different audio recorders. Oh, see, that's huge, too. So if one recorder dies mm-hmm. or if you get back and you find out you have no audio, you don't have to reshoot the whole thing. We actually, every day on we set. we have no audio, we're, we got to reshoot, <laughs> it's right? <done>. It's, <laughs> it's done. It's like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like about a transcript of it. And <laughs> <laughs> Ethel, could you read that back to us? Joel said. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, puss in boots. You were asking me about religion? No, I wasn't. I was really asking about the afterlife. Oh, man. I got a little distracted and you said, um, but I got all that. Yeah. Just so you know. It's not lost. I guess what I was trying to say to sum up... um, it's hard to think about an afterlife when I wake up on a morning and it's maybe even raining or something like that and the sky's a little cloudy, but it's like, has that smell and it just feels really nice outside and it's just really calm. Mm-hmm. And that feels like what I would want the afterlife to be like. And so, I don't know. I guess it would be different for everybody. Like, everybody's like perfect day or perfect feeling. Yeah. I enjoy, yeah. Uh, even even with all the hard stuff and all the stress in my life, I still like enjoy waking up. And so, it's hard to think about an afterlife when I'm like, how could it be better than this, I guess. Oh, that's good. Well, that's you've got a nice uh, outlook. I mean, that's a great outlook. My son's here. Great my outlook. wife's here. I yeah. mean, you know, bad things could happen to one of them. Bad things could happen to me. But I don't know. I, I don't dwell on that stuff because mm-hmm. it's. I don't want to say counterproductive because it makes me sound like like gotta keep moving. You know, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You know, but it's just you know, I just. <laughs> I don't want to waste time being negative, uh-huh. and you know, sometimes you get down. Right. But thinking about an afterlife. I don't know. I, w- I want to believe there's one. Mm-hmm. And I want to believe it's like that perfect, nice kind of cloudy day. Yeah, and see, bit. I think that would be positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. That's more positive to me than negative. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. I hope there's, I hope there's an afterlife. <laughs> I hope I didn't screw it up by calling Justin Bieber a douche. That's... <laughs> Yeah. You were all set for the perfect afterlife until you said that. <laughs> that. You should just, oh, he's <laughs> fucked. <laughs> did, you, did you hear something? He's it sounded like somebody just said, I'm, up now. I'm done. <laughs> Book got slammed shut on that one. Oh, my God. I pulled out the big, holy, you know, black marker and just, <laughs> my name. Scratch his name out. Right into that yeah. other book. Yeah. Send him straight to hell. <clears throat> You ever watch? I don't uh, believe in that kind of afterlife. <laughs> you ever uh, you ever watch uh, Mr. Bean? Like oh heck like yeah, stand up. Like I had Ro- yes. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah. Somebody where he's, where he's used doing... to tell me I looked like him, and and they were trying to 
they were trying to be insulting and you're like, like but that guy's a genius. He is. He created Mr. Bean in the yeah. Black Adder. Did you ever see the bit where he's like, um, he's the devil and he's welcoming people to hell? Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes. That that one was on, went around YouTube for a while. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. you go sit over here and you sit over here and um, Christians over here. Oh, sorry, the Jews were right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so great. It's so perfect. Good. So mean. <laughs> he also has an amazing mime drum solo he does. Yeah. Oh, I know. Have you seen that? I know. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, my gosh. That's I have incredible. a, um, I was at like a pawn shop or something and they had like the box set of Mr. Bean all together. And then like there's all the Mr. Bean episodes. Oh, And there's wow. all this bonus feature stuff, like all the behind the scenes and like how he like, like documentaries on like how he became Mr. Bean and like, hmm. you know, up through school and like doing mm-hmm. all these, like he was a super quiet guy, but then somebody was like, you need to do this thing for this, you know, um, not talent show, but like this, uh what do you call it? A variety show. And so he just kind of came up with this thing where he comes out and like just talks. And then his, you know, and then his buddy's like over there doing like the, the actions he's like, this is a man on a date. And the guy comes on and he's like, you know, and so he's like doing, it's just super funny. Mm-hmm. But it's all, it all started at a variety show and then he just come and kept getting better and better at it. And yeah, and then became Mr. Bean. There was some of the, I think it was one of the comics on Comedians in Cars that was talking about going to a club to do his comedy mm-hmm. and Rowan Atkinson was there and he just like blew up the room without saying a word. Yeah. And that comic was like, oh crap. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> nah. Yeah. Cause it's like, how could you follow Rowan Atkinson? Yeah. How can you follow that? Because he's not just like, the, he's not just funny the way he <clears throat> says he's so like, he's just very unassuming. He's not like one of those big ego comedians. Yeah. I mean, you he, wouldn't he think might, so. He might be. He could be, but you yeah. wouldn't, you, it's but hard he to imagine. He doesn't come across as that. Like no, Jerry definitely Seinfeld not. definitely is an ego. You think? He's very, yeah. He's, <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, seriously, you've watched the show, right? He's kind of an asshole. <laughs> Just like, yeah, I don't care about stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, wow. A little bit. But, you know, bit. I, I would, people that you would like to meet, I would like to meet Rowan Atkinson someday. Mm-hmm. He's not dead, right? Oh, God, I hope not. Gosh. I don't. I don't. I didn't want to watch the Mr. Bean holiday and, movie for a long time because I was like, oh, it looks, it's probably going to be terrible. I, I laughed so hard. Oh, did you? Because I, I, so I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't look right. It's all shiny and yeah, it, it doesn't look right. You know, but, even the hey, Mr. Now Bean, have to watch it. the American one where he comes to America, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I watched that one as a kid over and over and over again. I love that movie. It's weird to see ones where that are so polished and have a budget and everything. I know. It looked like they did Mr. Bean for almost zero. I, I mean, know. The, like the stuff was like so small. I mean, well, they yeah. didn't need a budget because right. it's like it's they all didn't right. Need anything. Like, he goes to the school thing and he's just sitting there and he never says a word. And the guy sitting next to him pulls a pen out, puts it on the table. He's like, "Well, I've got a pen, and then I've got another pen." And then there's like a whole bundle of pens he takes out, and sets down. And then he's got like a clock and like a little thing. And the guy's and, and the funny part was is the other guy instead of going, "This guy's a freak," he just like. He's got cooler stuff than me, you know. It's just like he looked all bummed. <laughs> and then the punchline at the end, which you know, he, he comes in there. He's like, the guy's like, oh, I studied for calculus. He's like, oh, I studied for trigonometry. He's like, I think calculus was last week. And then he goes, okay, we pull your thing. And he pulls it out, and it's like a calculus paper. And he's freaking out. And he's all trying to cheat the whole thing. And at the end, the guy's like, for those of you that pulled out the green calculus sheet, or in the, in the, those they pulled out the white trigonometry sheet. And he's like, pulls and you know, reaches the envelope, pulls out the white trigonometry sheet. And he's like trying to. You know, do it like super fast. I don't know. It's just genius. It is. It's yeah. It's just so much about it. His stuff is genius. It just goes on and on and on. And like it's just super perfect. I love him. I love him. He is amazing. There was one where he was just getting ready to go. Like the whole thing is just yeah. him getting ready to go to work, and it, or the, everything the, keeps going wrong. The laundromat and, when he's in there and he's like, like washing his clothes and he's like he's like pulling like mats and stuff out of his <laughs> thing and like then he like look yeah so like he takes off his underwear and then puts them in there and it's just. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it's genius. It's genius. <laughs> it's so stupid. But oh it's like, my God. Yeah. It's, it's funny. funny. It's a kid's it humor. It's funny. Yeah. I try to put stuff not like that. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, he's a very specific physical and, you know, British humor type humor, but I try to put more physical comedy and stuff into our show mm-hmm. and, you know, make the cameras part of the jokes, you know, like where they're snapping in on people. And, oh, right. And most of that I haven't gotten to see yet. Yeah. I'm dying to see that stuff. And we're, you know, as, we as just, go along yeah. the camera, because we started out, the camera people were brand new. And we were training right, them as we were shooting because right. we thought that'd be kind of fun. It's like, why not bring people in that haven't ever done it before? Why not, right? Oh, you! I thought you just did that because that's who you had. <laughs> no, we had we had. But I, I know other camera people, cool. but uh-huh. I don't know. I just and the fact of the matter is too is like I had some people that were willing to do it, and mm-hmm. they were women, and I was like, well, why not have a crew that's dominated by women? I mean, we both of our camera operators and our um, assistant director or assistant to the director is female and then it's just me and gavin you know so we have like our, th- our three on this on the show i'm doing on oof yeah really do we have two female camera <laughs> operators oh, i was like no, you've seen them like is that obvious you're really focused and then our crew so our focused. cast if you've noticed our cast is split right down the it's middle split right in yeah yeah there's yeah. you know there's the six main but there's three guys three girls and then there's you know another guy and another girl women mm-hmm. women women's women's Wom- women's in means yeah and one of the episodes coming up here i'm bringing in a guest director and she's going to direct one of the episodes for us. One of my good friends, Juliet Sanchez. And that'll be really fun. Yeah, we're going to... be fun. And I, I still uh, hope I can direct one one day. Yeah. We've got a few episodes left. Mm-hmm. She She's going to work with me. And if you when, when and if you want to do one, um, I'll do the same with you. But we're going to... Um, uh, the writing process, she's going to be part of. Like, I'll, I'll write and send it to her. And she can make the changes and stuff based on her kind of directing style. Mm-hmm. Not change mm-hmm. the characters, but, you know, kind of like, how about this? And, you know, that way she can direct to what... Or at least be part of the writing style, so that way she knows instead of just reading a script and like, oh right, and just going with that. Yeah, yeah. we'll have a lot of conversations about it because I'll be there, but I'm just going to be like off to the side, mm-hmm. you know, for questions, and then you know. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, just producing. Right. So, because I really want, I, I really wanted other people to direct, and I really want to get like at least a couple female directors in for the next few episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it'd be fun. That will be really fun, and I think it look good. I don't know. I just, I think, I think things are changing in Hollywood slowly in some places, but it's been picking up speed. I like seeing movies and shows where there's like just as many women as men in the credits because mm-hmm. it's up till now. It hasn't been like there's, you see them sprinkled in there. Well, and when I see the, you know, stats about it because people are still, of course, rightfully mm-hmm. up in arms about it. I'm always amazed. And then I, I kind of look at shows that I watch. I'm like, oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. There's one woman and the rest are men, mm-hmm. or there's two women and the rest are men, and um, apparently it's that way on the production side too. It's mm-hmm. like all the producers, all the directors are men. Um, yep. Yeah. All the guest directors and, are men. I mean, but there's tons of talented women out there, and yeah. like um, <laughs> two Kathleen's, the one that directed Zero Dark Thirty, right? And, right. And um, oh my gosh, Hurt Locker, like two mm-hmm. really really good movies. And then Kathleen Kennedy, of course, who worked really closely with Steven Spielberg for a long time. But is, you see her. Kennedy, yeah. Kathleen. She she was like yeah. almost all of the, you know, Kathleen. Okay, she produced that. she produced all his movies, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, she was right I there with Steven was, Spielberg on yeah. like almost everything. And like George Lucas stuff too. Mm-hmm. And then she and this other guy branched off. And they, I mean, oh, what was I watching today? I was watching, oh, Sixth Sense. I was watching Sixth Sense last night. Oh, And cool. she's one of the producers on that movie too. But like oh, she's wow. she's all over the place. Wow. So she, she's one of my heroes. She, yeah, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And well, sometimes I just wonder, 
Is part of it just that women don't want to put up with as much crap? They're just not willing to put Dudes up with Hollywood. Dudes are aggressive. Dudes are aggressive, and, and there's, yeah. a, there's a stigma. Um, there's, you know, guys do camera work. Guys do this and that. That Well, that's true. And it's, it's, and just, that, it's just I think going back to like when Hollywood to started. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like always been like that. And like, yes. Yeah. You know, but then you look back at like, um, was it United Artists? You know, that started. That was um, like, uh, not Buster Keaton. It was like Charlie Chaplin and a couple other people. And then like this really famous female comedian star back in the day. And they started it together. And then Lucille Ball, you know, without her, there wouldn't be Star Trek. Did you know? Oh, that? yeah, that's right. Yeah. I did know that. I've heard yeah. that story. Yeah. Yeah. Where like it came to her studio and she's like, yeah, we'll produce this. Right. Where everybody else is turning it down and because it seemed knows. weird. Yeah. And so, yeah, because of her studio, then we have Star Trek and things like that. And so there have been strong female roles throughout history, but compared to men, it's like, right. you know, it's, it's like super lopsided. Way out of balance. And so, and I yeah. think a lot of it is because they're discouraged. It's like, you have these guys out there, they're saying that women aren't smart enough. They shouldn't be like doing rockets and engineering. I'm like, they've been doing this for, I mean, since there were rockets, you know, they've been yes. there. They just, they were... They were told they were stupid and stuff, but without them, things wouldn't have happened because they were still doing the work. They just weren't given credit. Right. You know? And I just, I don't know. I, the stuff we do is so small, but I still feel like I want to try to give as many opportunities as I can, you know, Mm -hmm. and wherever I can, like, like a lot of the stories I used to write were always just like dudes in center roles. Right. Because I'm I'm a guy. And so I write. So you write guy 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 stories. Yeah. And so then like, like my first long short I was writing and I had, it was all like dudes and stuff. And then I was like, well, maybe, maybe the boss can be a woman. And then there was a character named Jude and I'm like, well, I could be a girl. And so I just recast it as a girl and we hired this person and she was awesome. And she was super badass Mm -hmm. in the movie, even though it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, no, like even like the main character, Kirsty, she's playing in our show. That's, she's playing me in a sense. You know, because I mean, I wrote, I wrote the show and she's playing the roles that I was playing. I'm like, well, a, a woman can be in that same role. It doesn't matter. It's interchangeable. It's just, you know, experiences. Right. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I was like, yeah, I'll just put her in there instead. And it'll be just as funny. Oh, and she's, that's cool. She's fucking hilarious. Like she does like the funniest slapstick stuff. Like she'll just, I'll be like, can you th- smear food all over your face and just trip mm-hmm. a bunch? And she's like, I'll trip a bunch. And so she's, she's, it's just, wait till you see it's funny. <laughs> and she's a first timer, right? Yeah, I think she's she been in like other one other little short film or something. Like okay. She might have done acting like in middle school or high school briefly, but it wasn't a lot and it hasn't been consistent. Right. So yeah, right. we're her first big production. And she was in... Big, and it's a big production. So big. Yeah. You know, people that don't live here that watch it oh. are going to think it might be because of our set. They, true. Because it looks like, I mean, like, true. you know, we're yeah. shooting in like an old studio and it looks yeah. like it's part of the show, but it's not. And once Warner Brothers picks it up and they do all the color correcting mm. and stuff. It'll be like, it'll be it'll like be the first huge. season of Office. Oh, I was thinking it, it, it would be, it'll be like the, um, Rodriguez's first film. Oh, sure. They would just look like crap Mariachi, if yeah. they hadn't to put a million dollars into mm-hmm. post-production. Yep. <laughs> like, this could go somewhere, guys. <laughs> he shot it. I always, that always blew my mind. It's like he shot it for really cheap, you know. I can't remember what the budget was, but it was really low. It was like the it, tens it was, of thousands. Yeah, tens of like thousands of dollars. Of and he's shooting film. Yeah. He's film. So everyone's volunteer. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I read the like the full story. It's like, yes, yeah, so whoever it was, I don't I don't know. I don't think it was Warner Brothers. But whoever it was that picked it up spent a million dollars Making it look like something. Mm-hmm. And it still doesn't look very good. Right. Because why would it? There's no lights. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's an amazing movie, but it, it doesn't look great. 
And that, you know, that's after somebody spending hours and hours and hours trying to make, okay, let's make this look like something. (laughs) Please, please can we make some money? And that started, I mean, his career got launched from that. Yeah. All the stuff he's doing. I'm still surprised when I see his name on things that I would like, like for the longest time I had no idea he did Spy Kids. Oh, right. I'm like. Right, there's some. There's but then a, you watch it and it totally uh, every, looks like a Robert Rodriguez movie. Exactly. Once you know feel. it's him, it's like, of course. We're like, of course, you know, this is totally... Sam Raimi. All you know, like, yeah. I had no idea that he was directing Spider Man, but you watch Spider Man, especially like Spider Man Two with Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. It looks like Evil Dead. Like a lot of the, you know, like where, of... where like the claws are going to people, and they're like, oh, like the speeded up kind of like in your face, right? Kind of effects. Like it's totally Sam Raimi. It's totally <laughs> Evil Dead. Oh, that's wild. By the way, this is one of my favorite topics: Evil Dead. Evil Dead 1, awesome. kind of legitimately scary and nasty and a straight up just serious horror film, even though it was really low budget and kind of campy. Evil Dead 2, same exact movie, a little bit better, a lot more funny, like a lot of more intentional comedy in it. Right. Evil right. Dead 3, they just call it Army of Darkness and it's like, let's just fucking throw everything out the window and let's just go into and time just... travel and there's going to be like King Arthur and... And I, just, I love that. One. I know. It's Army like, of that's the only one I really is, like. It's awesome. I think yeah. it's so funny. And like. Because <sighs> the Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2 just have a little bit too much disgusting stuff going mm-hmm. on. With Army just, of Darkness, yeah. there isn't as much of that. And there's some, but it's like, it's, it's so more funny. tongue in cheek kind of. Right. And it's just, there's right. a lot of humor and like just, just amazing one liners. And yeah. Yeah. It's the most, it's one of the most quotable movies. I don't know. I love that movie it's so much. True. Right. It's so stupid, but it's so funny. <laughs> It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Well, wow, we've been going on and on. This is awesome. Uh, hope hope one of these recordings works because we've now <laughs> spoken for. Where is that? Oh, only it's not that long. Well, it's it's the great thing is I don't remember anything we've talked about. So if we talk about it tomorrow, it'll be all fresh. <laughs> it'll be all brand new. Uh, no, I think we'll be fine. I don't think we'll have to redo it. Um, but you're that's like, all I, nice I don't want you, you back. Offer, I, really, you... I want you to come back. Once you're gone, <laughs> well, I'm the problem the... is, is that we could never redo this genius. I know. It's, it's like be... it's hard to. <laughs> this genius. <laughs> genius. I, I know mean, as soon as I leave, I I'm going to like do, hear the door shut. Well, I'm just going to hear the heavy click of a death. When hole. we get close to, <laughs> when you get close to releasing Oof, which is actually, Oof is. Oh, out of focus. Out of focus. I thought you were Thank trying you. to get me to say a date and I'm like, no. I'm not saying a date. <laughs> I just told you we're not releasing. That's right. Give me a release date. <laughs> you can't pigeonhole oh, me. Oh my God. <laughs> that's all I trying to. <laughs> Out of focus. That's that's uh, the little uh, show we're all working on. And as we said in the last couple podcasts, Nick will get it done. He'll <laughs> get it done. Might take a minute, but when uh, we get closer to it, I want to have everyone back on. I'm having a lot of the cast on now, but definitely we'll have to come back and, and should do a roundtable you know. with like four or five of us. I think that would be great. Like, like I would like to do a roundtable with. I could do six people. I yeah. could figure it out because I I could just do yeah. I could I could get that. We going. should set it up. We should um, do a podcast. But we should do it, yeah. We, Keep we, going. <laughs> we should also do a, we should do the um, commentary here. You oh, could, sure. We, and you could just have that be your podcast for the day. Uh, we could do that. Yeah, we could yeah. set up the thing. We can all watch it and we can make comments we on can it make while we're comments, talking. And yeah. that could be the podcast. That'd be fun. <laughs> and you can even show the video on your YouTube page. Yeah. Right? If, we, if I video it. <laughs> Well, yeah. no, you just show the video like, that bring... we're commenting Oh, on. oh, they were commenting yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you just like have the audio from the, yeah. the, the, from the podcast. Oh, over you bet. Yeah. That would be cool. That's a really good idea. Don't forget. I won't. Because I'm going to forget. Because so... <laughs> then we can release it on the box set DVDs when we release them. Right. The, the Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah, right? the Blu-rays. <laughs> right. Or the high-def 
whatever. <laughs> We're not releasing them on disc. We're not. No. no. Yeah. I'm still like, when we get us all done, it's like, I'm just going to disappear. And like, where'd Nick go? And then it turns out it took the whole thing as a proof of concept to like Fox or something. And they'll make the first season and then they'll probably cancel it. And we'll be like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. They'll make the pilot. Come yeah. on. I think your role is going to be in it because everybody's, all the big stars are going to be on TV now. I mean, it's just the way it's going. Your role, I think, will be played by Brad Pitt. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Pretty close. Yeah. Comparison. Almost identical. Yeah. Sometimes I look at him like, is Brad Pitt? No, that's Joel. That's Joel. He's so sexy, though. (laughs) 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 Yep. Yep. It's hard to tell, uh, hard to tell us apart. Kirstie can be played by Janine Garofalo. They're going to do a remake of Twins, and I'm going to. Be in that with Brad Pitt. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> right. But you're you're going to be the Arnold Schwarzenegger character in that one. Right. Yeah. And he's going to play. Of course. He's, 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 the he's obviously gonna, the DeVito. He's obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Brad Pitt, who's the DeVito? We should put that in the show. That'd be so, it's like, uh, <laughs> we should. We should write that in. Just like, that could be a cold open where it's just like the beginning. It's just like movies like, okay, twins. Which one of us is the DeVito? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hold a picture of Brad Pitt up. Yeah. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Kindergarten cop. Jeez, yes. Filmed where? Oh, Astoria. That's right. Astoria. Right here. Right yeah. here in Astoria, Oregon. Another big famous movie filmed here. I don't know why they don't do more. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a great, great location. Because you have everything within like, you know, a hundred mile radius. Right. You got mountains, desert, ocean, You have forest. so many different uh, possibilities, especially if you're doing something like a Western, any outdoor kind of film. Mm-hmm. There, there's so many places you could do I want to shoot something in Bend. They have a lot what's of fields the, up there in the volcano. Yeah. Bend it's is awesome. Cool. It is. There's, Yeah. Lots we should cool shoot our 72 hour there. there, get a permit to go down in the uh, mile long lava tube and film something in there. Permit? Really? <laughs> <laughs> they get, we, I mean, yes, we shot something of course. There you should get a permit. And they got after us. They were, Did they, they came, really? They hiked right out there and be like, go. Oh, <laughs> oh crap. Yikes. And it, <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't my film, but still, it was just like, oh, yeah. It's a little hard to hide camera equipment out in the middle when, of a lava uh, field. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's people out there people a mile or so away. <laughs> it's like, we should go get them. <laughs> of course, to get out there, it's like, you, it looks like you just walk, the, but the trails do this. Like, they just weave back and forth. So you're like, I'm going to get you just as soon as I get to you. <laughs> as soon as I get there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, so far. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Any more questions for me, Joel? No, we. Uh, I got to all my questions, and we made uh, this podcast is now a record. Uh, Huzzah! As, as long as I don't. I'm edit. the gabbiest gabber ever. We are the gab. Yep. Which is awesome. I'm just gonna. I keep thinking about wrapping it up, and then we have way so much more interesting stuff to say that I just can't stop. So it would be. I'm just be, a super interesting person. Um, yep, super interesting person. Yes, you are. As is everyone that's been on the show. But not Thanks, as everybody. interesting but, as well, of course. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm super, I have the ego, the big ego. Oh yeah, I can see that. Nick, it was hard to get you in the door with that, that ego force. Yeah, he had to make a lot of promises. Uh, it was yeah, a lot of promises. A lot of promises. We'll see if those promises come. You want some water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he offered me coffee, people. Coffee. I mean, come on. Oh, but this crazy dude doesn't drink coffee. <coughs> it's amazing. No, nope, I don't drink coffee. like that? And, he's, and he lives in Oregon. He lives in Oregon, doesn't drink coffee. Don't really drink beer either, do you? 
Mm, not regularly. Yeah. yeah. I'll uh, have a hard cider from time to time. Ooh. Boom. Ooh. And yeah. the, the first alcohol. Yeah. Isn't it? I, uh, no, not cider, mead. Mead. <laughs> yeah. Oof. My big my big uh, regret is that I didn't age quickly enough to ever like get addicted to wine coolers. Because <laughs> I heard that was a big that's, thing. Yeah, that's a big regret. <laughs> I think I had one of those once. Mm-hmm. I went, that or, uh, oh, that's enough of that. Or get your Zima on. <laughs> that's enough of that. No more wine coolers for me. <laughs> we have a, a like six-pack of... Um, what is it? Oh, some kind of disgusting drink in the, <laughs> in the fridge because Heidi thought it would be good and she drank one and that's it. That's it. I've done that a couple times where I'm like, I'm going to be healthy. Oh. And I'm going to drink this d- delicious mm. thing. And it's just like, well, it's not delicious. No, this is some kind of alcoholic drink. Yeah. yeah. But how, how do you feel about same. seltzer water? You know, I, uh, when it, when it first was available to people, um, I, thought it was kind of a cool thing and now yeah no it reminds me of being sick as a little kid yeah i would always get ginger ale when i was sick as a little kid and so that's what it reminds like what it tastes like sick what it tastes like is if you go to the store and you want to get a fountain soda but Mm. they just don't put the syrup in and they just give you the straight up soda water that's all it is because that's what it is they're like the only thing they're like they're advertising the michael buble water or whatever it is he's like (laughs) he's got no calories no sugar no extra sweeteners i'm like so it's basically just carbonated water and it's like it's disgusting carbonated water yeah. that's it yeah it's like you're at a bar and they forgot to make the put the other stuff in the drink it's they, like they put in the seltzer yeah. and, and they have you forgot ever put, everything else have you ever put yeah. like hydrogen peroxide in your mouth like if you have like a mouth cut or something it's an old thing you, you can you can put it in your mouth like swish with it oh and it kill bacteria in your yeah. cuts yeah it's like Ooh, that yeah people it, at home should give this a try it doesn't taste quite as bad it as foams, hydrogen peroxide and it just though. no i think it does <laughs> do you <laughs> I've tried it on multiple occasions. I quit drinking soda a while ago, and somebody told me like once you know once that's faded a little bit, mm-hmm. you know that extreme sweetness, then you know you'll be able to drink the seltzer waters. It'll be like a lot better. And I'm like, okay. So I tried one. I'm like, it's gonna take a while, I guess, because it's Cause terrible. No. It's terrible. <laughs> it's like I'd rather drink just glasses of water. I mean, I feel like right. Okay, I think you're just trying to make water fun. Water. Maybe just drink water. <laughs> like, water. Why try like, so hard? Like, no sweeteners, none of this. I'm like, so water? And like, no, but it's got carbonation. I'm like, but why? <laughs> like, exactly. So like, why exactly? You know what? But, Give me yeah. good old fashioned American water. No need to froof it up any. I'll Mar- drink it just American. like it is. We, just, we talked about that earlier. I feel Mar- like Ron Swanson Mar- would Mar- have Mar- thoughts about this. <laughs> Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Just give me good old fashioned creek mm. water. And he says it with his mustache. Exactly. Now I remember. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seltzer yeah. water is like something that Tom Haverford would bring in and be like, hey, guys, this is great. Oh, it feels so good in my tum-tum. And Swan, Swanson would be like, you made me want to punch myself in the face, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that was my we are also extremely lucky where we are because we get really good water. Mm-hmm. We don't have to buy water. Of course, most places in the U.S. don't have to buy water, but... We have extremely good water. Flint. Okay, Flint, yes. But <laughs> they've done taste tests like in L.A. and New York, blind tests, and mm-hmm. people can't tell the difference between bottled yeah. water and the water at the tap yeah. because we process the crap out of our water. Yep. And in mostly, except for Flint, and other places like that who haven't been told yet that their water is poison. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's true. Otherwise, <laughs> we have pretty good water. Um, but yeah. Why is all these folks dying? Can- I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Want some water? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have a drink. Jeez. You'll feel better. Ooh. Oh, that's what terrible. What was that? It's terrible. I you do. ever see uh, Sahara? 
Yeah. Yeah, where like all the people yeah. are dying. They think it's like a plague or something. Oh, and then, right. And then and at the end, the they, they get the, the corporate guy that's been causing the whole thing. He like retreats to France. And then they're like, pour him some water. He's drinking it. And then they're like, yeah, this is from, you know, that place. And he's like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Like it would instantly kill you. It doesn't yeah. take months. It's just gonna kill you. He's just gonna, you know, You're just gonna melt. He's basically yeah. gonna have. He's like, basically, it's like a bowl of water. Is what they were experiencing. They were like bleeding out the eyes and stuff. I'm like it's, it's pretty horrible. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, y'all gonna die. So on that fine note, <laughs> <laughs> you're all gonna die I'm, and have and a great evening. Good time. <laughs> this has been. Were you still talking with Nick Blackater and Joel Albrecht? I'm going to wrap it up finally because I have a lot of butt sweat. So this is... (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Don't worry. I won't edit that part. (laughs) (laughs) But anyhow, be good to each other. (laughs) Not too good, though. Keep your hands to yourself, people. (laughs) Hashtag me too. (laughs) We're going to have a long long pause on that one. (laughs)